I mean, what's that football focus doing? Last week they had Brady. This week they got Brady. We're doing it. We're literally doing it differently from everybody else. As a matter of fact, moving forward from this point on, I will not make reference to PFL. Ready to get into it? Yeah, yeah. All right. We're going team by team. I would be very careful about slinging stuff. Am I going to get sued? Is that legal on this? I like football, like football season, all the things that go with it. Welcome in to the PFF NFL Podcast, Steve Palazzolo, Sam Monson. We're live on YouTube and wherever you're listening to podcasts. It's a very, very special episode, Sam. We are doing a full NFL expansion draft. This will be part one, God willing, of mm. our expansion draft. Today, it's the expansion draft portion. We'll have an NFL draft portion as well. It's a very fun exercise we're about to embark upon here. Yeah, two new franchises coming into the NFL, which is going to happen at some point, right? To minimum, they're yeah. going to expand at some stage. And this is a this will be an historic artifact for those teams to come back and say, how, how do we expansion draft? We're going to go back and listen to the PFF NFL podcast. Hmm. That's going to happen. Yeah, when the London we're silly set, nannies we're show set up, the template. Yeah, they're going to you know we're going to do that. So here's what we're going to do. This was uh, listener inspired. Andrew Bull uh, not only came up with the idea, but he did the legwork. He did all the hard work to uh, expose the players from each team to go through each roster and uh, expose six players per team and pull out their salary cap numbers and all sorts of stuff, um, which is great. Like if you really want to be involved and you want us to do something, if you do all the hard work and set it up so we just have to show up and click buttons, it's a lot easier to get that thing accomplished. Oh yeah, generally speaking, the more work involved, the less it's going to happen unless somebody else is going to do the work for us. And the work is just done, and then we can just do the thing. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to cut to Andrew in a minute here. We, had a, we have some pre-recorded comments from Andrew. We went through some of the rules and some of the uh, potential pain points that have come up here that you're going to be upset about. Um, we also, before we get in there, I need a team name. In the chat, I need a team name. I will select the best team name that comes out of the chat here. Someone already suggested Western and Southern Financial Field yes. will be the home stadium. That, that might be where I play my game, Sam. So uh, good for, good suggestion, Drake Holiday. So let's do this right now. We're going to go to Andrew Bowl, listener, who came up with this, and he'll go through uh, the expansion draft rules. We are excited to be joined by one of our listeners. Andrew Bowl has joined us because, Sam, he's done all the hard work for us. Mm -hmm. He set up the expansion draft. He suggested it and also went the extra mile. To set the whole thing up so we could just click some buttons and, and draft a team. Yeah. No, you know, we wouldn't do all this work. God, no. Andrew did it. Andrew, welcome to the show, man. Thank you. It's good to be here. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. So this is what happens. You know, we can. You, if you're a listener and you, you do the hard work, sometimes might let you on the show. So, Andrew, give us a little background on the expansion draft and the rules here. You're, you're like the commissioner of this league. So kind of, you know, set the tone for us here. Sure. Um, so the first thing I did was kind of went through what the rules would be and um, pulled heavily from like the 1995 and 2002 expansion drafts. Um, I also looked back on like the NHL expansion drafts with uh, Las Vegas and Seattle because those are a little more recent um, and incorporated a few rules from there that I liked. Um, but the basic rules kind of all followed the same uh, outline where you get to protect a certain number of players. Um, 
you can select a maximum number of uh, players per team. Um, they couldn't be free agents or restricted free agents. Um, for this, uh, for our purposes here, I said no punters, kickers, or long snappers, and Thank then yeah. kind of left out fullbacks because those aren't fun. Right. Um, I yep. feel like a lot of teams would make their fullback available. Um, and then one rule I kind of tweaked and pulled from the NHL expansion drafts was um, they had to make at least two so six players made available per team and at least two of them had to either have played 500 snaps in the previous year or have five years of experience and that was kind of the NHL did something similar where they had to play a certain number of games but the the spirit behind the rule being you had to offer some players that actually had a chance of playing next year you couldn't just offer guys 48 through 53 on your roster great no that's so that's good. I, I love it. And so again, appreciate the research. There's a lot of uh, a lot of if then statements there. You know, there's a yeah. lot that you had to take a look at. So there are some bigger names on this list for those that might question, hey, is this realistic? Is this something that would happen? I know in the 2002 expansion draft, Tony Baselli, future home Hall of Famer, was was on the list and was the first uh, the first pick by the Houston Texans. Never played for the Houston Texans, but do we have a similar a group of players here in the list that you put together. Yeah, definitely. Um, when I went back and looked, uh, especially in 2002, like there was kind of two buckets that the players made available fell into. It was either um, back of roster guys or guys on contracts you'd kind of like to get out of. Um, so like the Steve, your Jags, for example, um, they had three players selected in that draft, and that didn't include Keenan McCardell, who was made available coming off a thousand yard season. Um, but the Jags were kind of in salary cap hell, so um, they kind of used it as a get out of jail free card. Um, so there are some guys like Chandler Jones is kind of the best example where like he's his cap hit is $17 million or something like that, and he wasn't all that productive for the Raiders last year. So I think the Raiders would would love to be out of that contract. One wrinkle that I think if we were doing like an actual expansion draft, that would be fun, like a real one, is in the NHL, you could attach picks to players that you just really wanted to be out of their contract. So like the Raiders could pay an expansion team, a third round draft pick or whatever to select Chandler Jones. Ooh. So kind of like the Brock Osweiler trade where they're attaching yeah. draft capital to take this player. Um, be a little difficult for our purposes here, but I thought that'd be a, a fun wrinkle in the if this were to actually happen. Yeah, that'd be good. Like, I'm this desperate to get rid of this contract. We will pay you a second round pick to take it off our hands. I, I like love that. that. I think that would be that would make it quite fun. I kind of want to see a real NFL expansion draft now with all these fun rules. <laughs> uh, so there are so there are some big names there. Um, we will normally this will free agency will happen first. Uh, we're going to have to figure something out. Maybe we circle back and do free agency. We're going to do the expansion draft first. We'll do some level of free agency. Maybe we get to take three or four players at a, at a premium, as uh, Andrew had suggested to me off air. Um, and then the NFL draft. Explain how the NFL draft will work for our purposes and a little bit of how that's worked historically. Sure. So historically, um, in 95, um, in 95, um, 
whoever's selected first in the expansion draft picks second in the NFL draft and vice versa. So they flipped a coin. One person would pick or one team would. So in 95, for those who don't know, there were two teams that came in the league, uh, the Jaguars and the Panthers. In 2002, it was just the Texans. Um, but short answer is they got um, similar to compensatory picks. They got to pick at the end of the first round. They got to pick at the end of the second round in addition to having the first pick in those rounds. So I think they ended up with 10 or 12 picks, something like that. Um, so I kind of proposed the same thing for you guys um, to try to be able to build out your roster. So I think I gave you guys 12 picks total. Um, I think beginning and end of the first, second, fourth, sixth, and seventh, just kind of fill out your rosters. Beautiful. So in this in this world, the 34, 34th pick in the draft, assuming Miami doesn't lose one, the 34th pick in the draft is a first-round pick now. Yeah. 33 and 34 are first-round picks. So um, we'll have to flip a coin at some point to figure that out. Um, so we'll each have 12 draft picks, and then w the way we'll do that is you and I, if – if you're picking at pick 34, you get anybody in the real NFL draft that was available before pick 34, mm -hmm. right? We'll just keep it super simple. And so we're going to reenact this year's draft. And you get to, you know, maybe got my stuff here. You have laminated sheets for this. I got more laminated sheets. Perfect. Yeah. I'm ready to go. I'm prepared. But uh, mostly my draft. It's, it's the, you know, the draft sheet. So okay. we get to redraft the whole thing. So, um, Andrew, anything else? Uh, that our other listeners should should know here about the expansion draft. We appreciate all the hard work you put in here. Um, so so preempting some backlash a little bit. I know we had talked off air about Isaiah Simmons, who I made available. Um, and so here's my case for making Isaiah Simmons available. Um, they declined his fifth year option. So he's counting six and a half million dollars against the cap this year. I'm kind of operating under the assumption they're not bringing him back for next year, which is a stretch, but let's just assume that. If you assume that, Kyler Murray's got a torn ACL. They traded back this year in the NFL draft, so it seems kind of like they're playing for 2024. And because you can roll over cap space, you're not just making the decision, am I paying Isaiah Simmons $6.5 million for this year? You're saying, would I rather have that money now and pay it to Isaiah Simmons or have it in 2024? because I can roll it over. So if they're not planning on bringing him back, I think there's a decent case that Isaiah Simmons would be available on this. Um, it was either him or Dennis the Barbarian Gardak, so. Mm, well done, well done. You, nobody's exposing the Barbarian. You can't risk losing that. Andrew knows, no. Andrew knows. Certainly and, not. And that's a veteran move, Andrew, is preempting the backlash. That is a veteran move you've learned well from us, which was we're going to make a statement, but we're going to get ahead of the backlash. you got to get ahead of the backlash, right? Before people start fighting you, you got to, you know, ex you know, state your case. They're still going to do it, and we're going to blame you, right? When they're like, this sure. is unrealistic, they're not going to listen to what you said. We're still going to blame you. So welcome. You get full credit for putting this together, but also blame when things go wrong. So uh, welcome to the show, Andrew. That's it's, it's all part of the experience here. Thank you. I'm in. All right. And you're a part Green Bay, this Green Bay Packers owner. Is that correct? Yes, absolutely. It's always good to have a team owner on the show as well. So mm -hmm. uh, Andrew, again, we appreciate all the hard work here. We're going to let you go. We're going to get to drafting, but we appreciate you setting this up, putting it all together, all the hard work that you put in there. We'll have to, well, maybe we'll send you some coffee. Maybe we'll send you, you know, 10 years worth of subscriptions to PFF or something like that. <laughs> a lot of good hard work here, so we appreciate it. Thank you. 
Yeah, awesome. Thanks for having me on, guys. Shout out to Andrew Bull for putting that all together. We appreciate him going through all the rules and doing all the hard work, as we said, Sam. So we're going to get into it in a minute. But first, as a parent, your top priority is always your ch children's well-being. You want to give them everything they need to grow and thrive, both now and in the future, with term life insurance from Fabric by Gerber Life. Help protect your family so their future is secured no matter what. Fabric has a 30-day money-back guarantee. You can cancel at any time. And Fabric was specifically designed to give parents like you affordable term life insurance, plus wills, access to college savings funds, and more, all in an easy online experience. Take steps to help protect your family today with Fabric by Gerber Life. Take the 60-second quiz to find out if term life insurance is right for you and apply today in just 10 minutes at meetfabric.com PFF. That's meetfabric.com PFF NFL, M E E T fabric.com slash PFF NFL, PFF NFL. That's what we're doing. Uh, policies in issued by Western Southern Life Insurance, a company and distributed by Gerber Life Agency, LLC, using fabric technologies not available in certain states. Prices subject to underwriting and health questions. For more information, visit us at beatfabric.com slash PFF NFL. All right, ready to get into the expansion draft. The most important part of the expansion draft, Sam, is figuring out who's, who's picking first. Well, hang on. Have you got a team name yet? Um, I have not scoured the chat yet. Do I need an official team you name do. right you now? You can't just have, like, Team Steve. So, I, have a, I have a franchise here. Listen. There was a lot of research went into this. There was a lot of, you know, consumer polls, focus groups, all those kinds of things. I have a franchise ready to go. I spent all my time studying the players available and preparing for the draft. Mm. I, uh, for our second child, we were three days into our hospital stay without a name. Okay. Like we were checking out. They're like, you got to name your baby. Yeah. So you know me. They don't Mr. let you take it home before this got a, a name. No, they wanted a name. They want you know they wanted huh. to go through the birth certificate and all that stuff. Yeah. So we finally settled on Teddy, and uh, you know he was the the latest name. We have, that's how I feel right now with my team name. I'm yeah. just not. I'm just not ready. So I am resurrecting. I'll be Team Steve right team now. Team from you the go past. Ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. The London Monarchs, way back in the day. Look there you go. See they wow. already have a crest and stuff. The fridge played for them, way back when. What? What were they? What did they do? They were, you know, back... Were they NFL Europe? No, they were... Well, they're the London Monarchs. I don't know. They existed. And they were, you know, a thing. And now they're, they're not. They were a team in the World League of American Football. That's right. It wasn't oh, NFL the World Europe. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, wow. they were a thing. The fridge. So, we've expanded big, overseas. Big London Monarchs are. Well, that's where the expansion's going to be, right? It's going to be London and, you know, Germany no, or whatever. It's going to be North Reading, Massachusetts. Yeah. We'll be the North Reading Hornets. Yeah. We'll that's, steal, that's your, that's your steal my high school. Hmm. We could do it. We, we have the capacity. We have the capacity. Downtown North Reading. We can handle 500 to 1,500 right. Well, people. I'm bringing back the London Monarchs for the London expansion team. We're going to play right. in. We're going to play in Spurs Stadium. That feels like a nice stadium. They built oh, that, that thing. Looks pretty. That turf? Mm. I mean, look, we can fix that once we're there. Questionable turf there. Daniel Levy, you know, makes some concessions. I'll stick with Team Steve for now. Um, all right, let's do this thing. We got to... We have to draft. Uh, so the most important thing, besides picking a team name, is the, is the coin flip. Right. The winner of the coin flip will... You don't get to choose. If you win, you're picking you don't first. Don't get to choose. No. Okay. This is not like I'll defer or right. anything like that. This is the winner of the coin flip Picks goes first, first in the expansion draft. The loser of the coin flip... Goes first in the drafting in the NFL players draft. that we're going to want later on because yeah. the list of players available to us here is garbage. Because we know the draft and we know we No want. offense to anybody right. that I'm about to draft for my franchise. Yeah, what if Isaiah Simmons is an avid listener? I mean, then he's going to hear some uncomfortable truths. All right, I'm going to let you... I have a random coin flip generator. Yeah. I'm going to let you call it. I'm going to need proof of this. I don't trust you. 
I will flip my laptop. Okay. Ready? Yeah. Heads. Flipping. Tails. And it is tails. Yes. Oh, no. That means I have to pick first? Yes. So, storyline. Big storyline. Sam wins the Bryce Young sweepstakes. Mm -hmm. And I am left debating <laughs> cj stroud anthony richardson will anderson yeah perhaps yeah could be on the table if i find my quarterback here in the expansion draft or the available quarterbacks in the expansion draft are there any qbs on this list the, yeah sure you've got ian book you've got felipe frank sort of you got malik willis you got skylar thompson you got tyrod taylor i could go tyrod first taylor and will pick. anderson first That's overall pick of the expansion draft tyrod taylor all right so you're going to be picking first in the nfl draft which would be at a later date yeah so the expansion draft we're each going to pick 30 players or this is the rule 30 players or 38 percent of the salary cap that's 84 million dollars so we've got a google doc that andrew set up here mm -hmm. where all we have to do is type in the name and it'll add everything up for us sweet all right now it's tough because our you know people don't get to see the um best available or anything like that we'll just have to yeah add that commentary sam you know who you're thinking about well the good news is Best available is a loose term when it comes to the expansion draft. Yeah, it's just there's, available. There's very few players that you're even remotely interested in adding it's to your just roster. available. All right, so I'm up, huh? Yeah. Where are you going? Just looking through my sheets here. Well, so, the, you know, the data would say, right, you start quarterback, you start wide receiver, the really high-impact, valuable, valuable positions, you know, where the, where the impact can be made. So would you like to add, you know, Jakeem Grant to your roster as the number one overall pick? Or Jalen Rager, perhaps? <laughs> no, I would not. There's, we talked before, there's Hall of Famers in this draft. Corey Davis is sitting there. Just Corey Davis. Just waiting to snag him. He is the Tony Baselli of this draft, the Hall of Famer. Future Hall of Famer. Right and this is how his Hall of Fame career really gets jump-started. With an All expansion right. move to the North Reading Buzzhawks or whatever you were. The Hornets. Hornets. The problem with Isaiah Simmons, the big name, is I'm going to have to pay him next year. Yeah. So I'm not sure if I want. have to figure out what position he plays. Yeah, and Corey Davis, he's also in the last year of his contract. Yep. Man, there's a lot to consider here. Let's face it, though. What can Corey Davis really command for his next contract? It's true. I'm going to do something. Here's what we're going to do. With my first pick in the expansion draft, I am going. Am I team one here? Yeah. You're Rob Havenstein will be the number one pick. Wow in our expansion draft so the right tackle from the rams has been exposed he has a cap hit of over nine million dollars and team steve a cap hit of over nine million dollars but uh i i'm i'm willing to incur that risk i'm i'm also i'm standing by my mantra that right tackle is just as important as left tackle you are. so rob havenstein will be my first pick we're building through the trenches here in the expansion draft. Of course, we know I'm going to get to pick a quarterback at number two overall after you take Bryce Young in the NFL draft. So I'll, I'll weigh those options when I get there. But right now, we're, uh, we're building the trenches, uh, trenches with Havenstein. All right. All right. You're up. Only uh, 29 players to go for me. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh-huh. So I'm going to also, just so we know, Havenstein, he's locked up through 2026. Yes. So that's going to be that's a that's a factor in my strategy here. Hopefully. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm at least going to stay with the theory that you know you should pick off some important players at key positions, and I'm going to draft J.C. Jackson, even though he was a disaster last season for the Los wow. Angeles Chargers. He's on 
as I sort by war and by surplus value here, yeah. he's at the bottom of the list. Yeah, I mean, he's a year into a market, you know, top of the market free agent deal for a cornerback and then has played like garbage in the first year of that deal and got injured. So it's a risk. Wow. Not going not to disagree with that. However, it's a risk that could produce you a number one cornerback, which is rare in this list of players. Wow, what, what scheme? So you're running, you've got to play man coverage. Well, J.C. Jackson will be playing man coverage regardless of what anybody else in the defense is playing. Wow, that is a big surprise. I was not considering him. I've got some, uh, so I've got some interesting decisions to make here. As always, mm-hmm. so there, there, there is a, there's a potential follow-up to my Rob Havenstein pick here. That would be smart, I think, which is continuing to build in the trenches. There are players that uh, are available here. I'm going to create a good situation for my quarterback. I'm going to go Kevin Zeitler. I'm going to guard number two. I am building this offensive line, Sam. Kevin Zeitler's coming to uh, Team Steve, North Reading Hornets. He's 33 years old. He's got two more years left. I know he's not maybe necessarily a part of the long-term plans, but I'm trying to create an environment for my quarterback. Okay. And when I potentially select C.J. Stroud, I've got no chance if I don't have a good offensive line. So I'm going Kevin Zeitler with my second pick. I now have a right tackle and I have a guard. Uh, I'm going to draft a cornerstone left tackle reaching the end of his career. Um, David Bakhtiari. (laughs) Still as good as anybody in the game as a pass block. Dude, you hit the cap. You're good. Yeah. You just hit – you are – you're going Bartiari? Yeah. Look, we're going to deal with a rookie quarterback, a rookie quarterback's contract, so we're going to splash the money around. Your owner's going to be so mad with all these over – these are all the players that are getting – David Bakhtiari is still as good as any left tackle in the NFL whilst he's on, on, the, on the field. You're yeah. already 44% to the, the fact, salary cap floor that you need to hit. The fact that his knee two picks in here. might be you know, a, a movable feast these days is concerning. However, when he's out there, he's exactly the player we need. Well, good for you. So that's interesting, man. I'm, mm-hmm. uh, I'm back up on the clock here. I've got two offensive linemen, Rob Havenstein and Kevin Zeitler. They're both in their 30s. Yeah. But we're creating this environment for our quarterback. Now we're going to go with the youth movement. I'm going with Isaiah Simmons. I'm going with the big name. I didn't want to take him at the top, but now that he's available in round three, it's tough to it's tough to pass up. We'll have one more year of Isaiah Simmons, and if he walks, I'll get a comp pick, maybe. But most <laughs> importantly, I think I think we're going to find a position. We're gonna we're gonna play to his strengths. Uh-huh. We're gonna get the most out of Isaiah Simmons, and we're probably going to lock him up long term if he has another good year here. I see um, at a at a good price. So I'll, I'll take Isaiah Simmons here. So finally have a 24-year-old, a younger player on my roster. All right. Hmm. I'm going to tweet this out. So try not to, like, talk through it here. Talk Talk through it. it. Well, I've already basically exhausted the players that I actually want on my roster from this list of humans. Um, She doesn't leave you with a whole awful lot else. Hmm. That's all you want. You just want big names. Give me J.C. Jackson. Give me well, David no. Bakhtiari. No, I want, I want good players, and there's precious few of them available in this Let draft. me highlight as we go here. I'll just name some other players. I'm not trying to influence either way, but Taysom Hill <laughs> yeah. is available. He is. On this list. There are several tight ends available on this list. Dawson Knox, good, Noah Fant. Good Zach tight end Ertz. draft, but you are going to be paying for them. Hunter Henry is available. Um, there is C.J. Mosley, a veteran linebacker, mm-hmm. is out there. There are several. There's my team up on the on the list right there uh, on the screen. Uh, Brady Christensen, at guard Chandler Jones is the big name 
Yeah. That, that would fit. You would hit your salary cap floor with Chandler Jones, and then you can just go home while I pick the rest of my 26 players. Maybe that's the way of doing it. Maybe I should just draft three players and then just pass for the rest of the draft, you know? Just fill out the roster with cheap, free, undrafted free agents, essentially. You, you can know? do that. Is that going to be any worse? What's than your owner want to do? Just murdering my salary? Spend all yeah. his money in year one when you're going to win four games? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, am I the owner as, in addition to the GM? I'm, am I Jerry Jones There's in this some, situation? You could be. You could be. You may, I mean, you made the, the team name and everything. That's true. Yeah. I can't even figure that out. Well, the focus groups did, really. They I just, did, I just follow where the people want to go. Naturally. Um, hmm. I've got some real. I've got some players I really want here. Yeah. Somewhere. There's uh, Sam's favorite. I think the uh, what I want to know in the chat is over under on when Sam chooses Denzel Mims. Yeah. Who's available in the draft here? You're one of your favorites. You would you could rejuvenate him. I can't wait till Dalvin Cook is available <laughs> in this when we talk right, about big all right, names. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. I'm done. All right, I am going to draft. Uh, Going to stay in the trenches a lot like with Steve. I'm going to draft Mackay Becton and hope we can get him healthy and resurrect his career. One last, what, last year of That's his a good one. first round contract, then we get the fifth year option. No, we've declined that at this point, right? Has his fifth year option been declined? Yes. Fifth okay. year option's been declined, much so like the, Isaiah said. It's the final year of his contract, and then I have to franchise tag him if I'm keeping him around or. Correct. You'll or, be in uh, it. lock him up long term. So your your third pick, Mackay Becton, similar to Isaiah Simmons for me. But in right. theory, I have bookend tackles now. You do a good job with that. All right. Neither of them are healthy. There's your team up on the board. You've got your three picks. All right, so I'm back up on the clock. I've got two offensive linemen. I have Isaiah Simmons. Oh, man, I'm tempted. Tempted by the tight end class here, Sam. Yeah. Very tempted by the tight end class. It's by far the strongest position in this draft. Yeah, it is. So that's, you know, the, the scarcity aspect of it makes me want to lean away from there. But I'm going to go youth again. I'm going to go tight end. I'm going Dawson Knox. Wow. So I got a weapon. It's, it's, he's making more than I would like. Yeah. You know what? I can't do that. I'm not doing that. I saw a different number. I saw a different number. Sorry. Undo the pick. Undo. Undo the pick. Where? I got uh Once the card's been turned in, then you're, you're locked in. I didn't turn in the card. Can't. I just set it. Mm. Oh, man, I got to get my, my guy Corey Davis at some point. I Yeah. Let's go with another. No, I, that, they won't fit together. <laughs> See, I've got these guys that are like <laughs> underrated that I want to get later. Yeah, you know. But, oh man, you're right. This is tough. Right? Don't have the best players. You just here. don't want any of these players on well, your roster. Well, here's what I'm trying to balance: the short term, you know, how how you know, who's on the team. Yeah. Who, who's going to be part of my rebuild, as I always say? Who's a part of it? So I'm actually going to go differently at tight end here. I'm going to go Noah Fant as my speed tight end. He's, he's, he's got two years left on his contract, 23 and 24. And, yeah, let's go Noah Fant here. I'm, I'm assuming that expired means at the end of that. I don't know how Andrew did this spreadsheet. Let me double check on that. But I'm going to go Noah Fant either way as my tight end. And, uh, you know, now I'm, now I'm adding players that we'll see if we're going to end up, you know, keeping them on in the long term. Mm-hmm. No offense, tight end. All right. Walt, Walt approved. Walt approved. Oh, okay. Let me just double check on the contract stuff that um, what expired means. So no offense is, okay, so expired really means, so it's, he, he, he's got one year left on his contract. Mm-hmm. So it's another prove it year. We got another prove it player. No offense here. All right. 
Go ahead. Um, they want to know which coaches. The, 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 the people want to know who we'd hire as coaches. I don't know. I haven't done that. We, should, we could do a coach show as well. We could do this all offseason. I'm going to stick with the same strategy of double dipping at key positions, and I'm going to bring in another starting cornerback, this one for dirt cheap money. No, no. Christian Benford. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Last year's sixth rounder. Last year's sixth exposed. rounder for Buffalo, who outperformed their first rounder and was a starter when he was healthy. I have. Oh, so Tyron Smith is also available. Correct. Here on this list. Um, but I have a super secret cornerback that I want. Super secret. Yeah. I've got a star next to his name. He is a big model guy. He's a future Hornet. He's a former model player. Former model Who player. has been pushed out. I'm, I'm, but I'm waiting on him. Okay. I am waiting on That's him right, right now. Fine. Some people suggested Marvin Lewis and Hugh Jackson as your coaches. I bet I mean, Marvin would be a good culture coach. Oh, I know who your corner is. To kick things off. Oh, you know who? You know, I know. Oh, I know who your corner <laughs> I know. is. Might draft him the next round. <laughs> it is unfortunate that we both seem to know each other's players. Don't. Oh, I'm going to need three corners. I'm just saying. Do not go out there. Don't put misinformation out there to try to sway me. There's no way you're doing that. I could easily do that. I'm out of players that, I requ- that I'm interested in in this draft, at which point I'm a loose cannon. There's another, player that I, like, there's another player on here that I don't think you'll ever draft that, I, that I'm trying to wait. I'm trying to figure out who you're going to wait on. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, where's Tyron Smith here? He's got what type? Big cap hit, obviously. He's got one year left on his deal. That's not even worth it. Can't believe you have somebody for seven hundred fifty thousand dollars. Mm-hmm. Super cheap. Well, it's offsetting right the the forty million dollars I've got tied up in two players that are both hurt. Do I go with all sorts of former first rounders that I liked at the time that maybe weren't great? Mm. But um, are on prove it deals. They're all they're all prove it type of guys. Definitely, that's the strategy. I'm going Darnell Savage. No, oh. that's safety. Darnell needs a bounce back year after grading in the forties, forties, and we'll find we'll we'll make the best of him as well. Like mm-hmm. Isaiah Simmons, we've got upside plays here with Isaiah Simmons, Noah Fant, and Darnell Savage. It's gonna Look be at that great job with the graphics, guys. Yeah. That um, we we did not do this ahead of time. You can tell because we're bumbling through it. But uh, Darnell Savage added to my defense with Isaiah Simmons. That feels like it's going to be quite a theme through this draft of uh, bumbling yeah. through it. No, no, no. The um, the after grading in the forties last year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's there's gonna, definitely a lot of that. We're gonna try and get a bounce back season from this terrible player that that probably doesn't deserve to be on a roster, which is why he's been exposed to the, the expansion draft. Well, yeah, it's an expansion draft. It is what it is. Mm. But uh, but we're having fun here. We are having some fun. Yeah. All right. Where am I going now? Drake Holiday, appreciating my picks here, talking about my speed on defense with Savage and Simmons. We're going to be fast. We're going to play fast. You can play fast. Yeah, that's what we're going to do. You're going to be uh, multiple and aggressive. Oh, we are absolutely going to be multiple. We're going to dictate the action. Yeah, multiple. we're not going to be react- reactive. We're going to be pro. Multiple and active. aggressive. Thank you. All right. Uh, okay. All right. All right. Staying. Well, staying. Going into the trenches for the first time. Defensive line, Rashad Weaver. Really? Yes. There you go. Good player. I like I like Weaver. I'm gonna. I'm just tweeting out my defensive strategy. And look, he managed to grade above sixty last year, so he's practically an All Pro by the by the standards of this draft. Rashad Weaver, huh? Yep. Off the board. All right, that's a good pick there. Now I'm now I'm scared about my guy hmm. that I really want here. Brandon Scherf is also available out there if you want a big contract. You got Brandon Scherf. Um, not the sheriff, sheriff. Hmm. 
Do I get Dalvin? He's another favorite, man. He's another favorite of mine. All right, I'm going to take... I'm going to take a guy a little bit higher than I want because I don't think you're going to take him, but I'm just going to get this over with here. I'm going Brady Christensen. Mm, so back cool. to the offensive line. I was thinking of Christensen. Okay. At least <clears> I would have drafted him in the next couple of rounds at some point. Okay. That's good. So Brady Christensen, left guard for the Carolina Panthers. This is like you're in the you're in the moment now where, you know, you're getting the text from the GMs going, "Oh, I would have drafted him." Next. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're all texting me. Right. That it was the, it was the you you just texted me said, "I would have done that." Would have taken him. That guy's he's not lasting long. Mm-hmm. So I feel good about it. I feel good about taking Brady Christensen when I did. I did it at the right time. He is this is um I'll, I'm going to like we need like, an alert for like Steve strategies. Like this is the thing Steve says on the show 900 times during the year and now you get to actually see it play out. Brady Christensen is in what year three? Yeah, going. What into do I always three, say? Right, the year three breakout, Sam. Yeah, the year three breakout. He's coming off a sixty-one grade, right? Next year it's going to be a seventy-five. Seventy-five for Brady Christensen. If it's not next year, it'll be the year after the year four breakout. So <laughs> I'm getting Brady Christensen uh, sixteen hundred snaps into his career at the time when he's going to break out, and now he's going to play left guard, and I've got three fifths of my offensive line. Okay, as I'm in the expansion draft here, look, the player list isn't great, but if I can creep back toward average right off the bat with my offensive line, I might even have a top 14 offensive line when, when it's all said and done here. As an expansion team, Havenstein, Zeitler, and Brady Christensen. You say top 14? Top 14. Why that number? Because you know, as I was calculating in my head, the players that I got, the two spots that I have open, and fourteen I've, was the spot average is sixteen, and I'm like, I'm going to be a little better than that. Well, average will be eighteen now after this. Oh, that's right. There's two seven extra teams. teams. There's two extra teams. Yeah. So yeah, I'm top fourteen line with Brady Christensen. Okay. Year three breakout. All right. So I'm going to continue hammering the secondary. I'm no. Get three fifths of my <laughs> secondary. It's not going to be your player. Okay. okay. I don't think. Um, but I am going to add Duran Bland. And now I have three corners that I'm comfortable with starting. Interesting. So you found these two 2022 rookies yep. who were exposed. Yes. In the expansion draft. Correct. Exposed in the expansion draft. Ron Bland and Christian Benford. <laughs> added to a dude who's earning $17 million cap hit-wise next year. So consequently, my three corners, one of them has taken a $17 million cap hit, but all three of them put together are less than $19 million. You got three dudes on... Uh... Yeah. So you average it out. I'm only seven, you know, six, seven million. I'm happy with that. That's that's good. That's good work there. Um, as we as we check out your team, you have let's you know it's on the screen here. You have three corners. Yep. Two <clears throat> offensive tackles. Bookend tackles. And an edge rusher. Correct. You have absolutely focused on positional value. Yeah. I've stuck to the the script. I have done the complete opposite. Right. When it comes to positional, you're value. the guy who you know. I've got all these principles, but as soon as like the circumstances get put in front of you, your principles go out the window, and you just start drafting like anybody else. No, because what I've leaned into here, um, I do have a tackle. I'm trusting the process. I have two guards, and I, you know, a linebacker, a tight end, and a safety. That's right. I have not gone positional value because these guys—they're not the foundation. This isn't a press conference, by the way. They're not hearing this. They're not the foundation of my future here. They're you know, they're getting me through the next couple of years trying to create an environment for my youngsters at the valuable <laughs> positions. We're going to draft the, val- draft the valuable positions. These guys are, you know, guys we're taking a chance on. And I, we got some information on them, but I don't have to lean into just positional value here. All right. In the expansion draft, not in the expansion draft. 
I'm kind of tempted now just to draft your corner just just for fun. Ugh, I gotta do it. Now I'm gonna do it just to annoy you. Bryce Hall. Yeah, you knew you knew it was coming. Bryce Hall is my cornerback. Yep. Uh, not only a model player mm-hmm. when he came out of Virginia, but also a player that performed well in the NFL and got pushed out by DJ Reed and Sauce Gardner last year. And Bryce Hall, like John Ross, Bryce Hall always has a spot on my roster. He'll always have a spot on my roster. Bryce Hall, former Jets cornerback. Um, I don't know if he's my CB1. I'd like for him to be CB2 at some point. But uh, I think he could start. I think I found a starter for the next few years in round seven of the expansion draft. So I feel good about Bryce Hall here as my, as my selection. Solid. Um, you know what would be really helpful in this spreadsheet is if it automatically crossed out players that have been selected. Uh, we could go Sadly, do that. We could throw some some bold or some some crossouts. Mm. You want to do some crossouts? Sure. Expansion player. See, I'm working on my own spreadsheet. You of see? course you are. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that would help if we did that. Uh, all right. So secondary is kind of you know it's in a good shape. I would Denzel love, Mims is still available. Denzel Mims is still available. I would love to add offensive linemen. Sadly, there are not many of those. I've taken do. a bunch of them. Yeah. Ah. See that? I've taken a bunch of offensive linemen. <sighs> Taysom could, Hill's still there. He could play some tackle. Sure, yeah. I mean, when in doubt, draft Taysom Hill and have him fill whatever spot on your roster is still available. Um, I mean, there are starting caliber players on the offensive line, but unfortunately you're either paying for them um, or you're regretting the fact that they are starting players for you. So it's probably not the spot that I'm going to go for. So I'm going to have to pivot to a different position. Tyron Smith is there. Tyron Smith You've is still there. You already have two tackles. So that's interesting, too. Like, I could just pick up Tyron Smith whenever I want now. Yeah. Because you don't want him as tackle three. Correct. But I also probably don't want him for just one year. As Andrew said in the intro, uh, Keenan McCardell coming off a 1,000-yard season was not taken in the expansion draft back in 2002. Yeah. Houston Texans. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Fine. You're going to need backup quarterbacks are valuable in today's NFL. Whoa. I'm going to draft Tyrod Taylor. And now I have a veteran mentor presence to, uh, to Bryce Young. And similar height. I've left you without a quarterback. I don't need a quarterback. Really? You're yeah. going to have a team without a quarterback. I mean, I, I have the number two overall pick in the draft. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not sure if you, you're aware. Mm-hmm. And Ian Book is still available, you tell me? <laughs> I believe Ian Book is still available. Ian Book is still available, yeah. Did you sort this by wide receivers? No, I sorted this by position. Oh, it's sorted by position now. Okay. Yeah. I got it. I'm looking at the dock, the main dock now. All right. Yeah. So I've got uh, a decision to make here. I'm going to go. I'm going to go wide receiver. Really? And I'm going to go Russell Gage. Russell Gage. At receiver here. Huh. Yeah, because I got him. I have him for a couple of years. He's not going to be my one. He is right now because it's all I have. You don't have anybody else. It's yeah. all I have at receiver. But I'm going to go Russell Gage. Okay. And we're going to work hard to make him my three. <laughs> we're going to work really hard to get him as the three. Um, reasonable cap hit. Uh, nothing. You know, you're going to have to pay him a little bit over the course of the contract. But I got him for a couple of years. And uh, we finally have a weapon for uh, C.J. Stroud or Anthony Richardson when I get to the draft. Theoretically. Not trying to be all Jerry Jones and give you my draft board or anything like that, but 
you know, you might have an idea. Yeah. All right, let me fill out my depth chart and see what I've got here. So I've got three-fifths of my offensive line, which is great. Mm-hmm. That is great. Christensen. Zeitler. Yeah, I'm just writing down here while you would go to your next pick. Yeah. Zeitler, Havenstein. I have a tight end in fans. Look at this. I have an offense. You have an offense. And I have Gage. I have Russell Gage. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I know I'm going to get a quarterback at some point. Simmons will call him a linebacker. Isaiah. Call but who knows? He might be my huh? strong safety. Might be your With Darnell Savage corner. as my free safety. And I've got Bryce Hall. And you've got Bryce Hall. Feeling good. Feeling good right now about my squad. I'm sure you do too. I mean, I feel fine with the players I've drafted. I don't feel fine with a pick on the clock and nobody that I want to add to the team. Oh, God. Drake, Drake Holiday is not loving your strategy out there. No? All right. What's wrong with it? I don't know. I don't know. We'll find no. out. But we got yeah. um, to keep the energy up here, Sam. We got to keep people engaged. We're going to keep okay. as you're looking so for I gotta, more players. I got to find players. I'm just I'm taking this very right. seriously. I want to make sure I'm making good. The list of here. wide receivers available. That's where I would like to go as a position, right? Corey Davis is by far the best player available here, but you have to pick up his 12 million average salary, a cap hit of 11 million dollars this year, and he's going to walk at the end of the year because you're probably not paying him another contract. But so think about the comp pick. That doesn't feel great. Um, outside of that, it's just guys that I liked but haven't been good, like Denzel Mims. You know. Yeah. So wide receiver is really not a great spot to be. Trust your trust your scouting, scouting and your uh, bad situation with Denzel. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to give him either Bryce Young or, or Tyra Taylor to, to catch passes from. It's going to be a much better situation. I'm not him. sure if you were sorted by offensive weapon, but that would that would point to Taysom Hill. Who's offensive available. weapon. Yeah. yeah. O W. If you sort by O W, you've got Taysom Hill. We really should uh, relabel him. Yeah. We should put him as an O W. Mm-hmm. Chandler Jones is still out there mm. in his contract. Dalvin Cook is still out there. Still out there. All right, I'm going to take... Try to avoid the dead air here. Sam. No, I know. I know. It's struggling, though. I'm going to take a linebacker. I'm gonna Great. Grab Michael Walker. Mike, really? Yes. Okay. I love when people draft players I wasn't going to draft. Uh-huh. I love when that happens. I'm, uh, for the sake of the show. Yeah. And for the shtick. I'm going to start crossing out players that have been drafted. So Please I do that. know what I'm doing. I will draft Corey Davis. You will draft I will Corey select Davis. Corey Davis. I told you I want to You're push. You're doing that now. I'm trying to. Yes, I'm taking him right now. Okay. I, I told you I'm going to make Russell Gage my three. This is one more step in that direction. Does, does that achieve that? Yes. Corey Davis, who is eternally the, number, the, second, best, the second best receiver on all teams yeah. that he plays on. Um, our friend Greg Rosenthal said the other day, tweeted out, Corey Davis might be the second best wide receiver on the Jets. And uh, that is, that's where he lands. He is wide receiver two on all teams. On all and teams. now, I'll, I'll tell you this, for people that heard our QB breakdown a while ago, I said, first contract C.J. Stroud, I would feel good about if I had the environment. And I feel like with a top 14-ish offensive line and a couple weapons here, and Corey Davis and Russell Gage, plus everything we'll do in the draft and free agency, I might have the capacity to put a nice little team around C.J. Stroud and, uh, and take him at the number two overall pick when we get to the NFL draft. All right. So I now have Corey Davis, Russell Gage, and Noah Fant as weapons. Uh, defense doesn't matter, Sam. We're, we're going all offense here. Now I've, got, I've got three defensive players in my first nine picks, but six offensive players. That is where we're spending our resources here in the expansion draft. How are you All doing right. with the cross-offs? 
Uh, once I hit strike through, there we go. Now you can add players that I've missed to strike through, but that should be most of them, I think. Hmm. Okay. So that's the only two wide receivers that are probably capable of starting. <laughs> yeah. There's some scare, you know, scarcity issues yeah. at that position. Uh-huh. Oh, here's a name. And then there's not much point in me going and selecting one now because the run's already happened of the two that you're interested in having any kind of playing time. There's so. some big name, big name defensive ends. Emmanuel Ogba, Chandler Jones. Yes, attached to big name contracts. Big contracts. Uh-huh. I'm not trying to sway you. I'm just trying to give the listeners. Folo Fadakasi is yeah. out there. It, no chance you're coming out of this draft without Folo, right? He's one of your guys. Man, I know, but there's... He's got a lot of money attached to him as well. Yeah, I mean, there's a reason these guys have been exposed to the uh, the franchise tag. I know. Imagine these meetings. These the guys are all terrible. Yeah, expansion it's the, draft. It's the expansion draft. Now these guys are good. They're all they're all NFL players. They are all NFL players. This is an indisputable. I don't fact. know what to do with some of the defensive linemen that I really liked in the draft who just were terrible so far at the NFL level. I do have a super secret model guy that you'll never know about. Super secret. Model yeah. Guy. Let's see if I make sure I don't forget him at some point. Hmm. Kind of struggling to know where to go now. Well, the other part is you do for the expansion draft. It is a different strategy. It is not draft the best players available. You do draft for need. You are actually trying to fill out a depth chart. So this is different than the NFL draft, where you're just you know setting a big board and going. All right, I'm going to draft one of the best special teams players in the NFL who can also start George what? Odom at safety. What? Yes. Really? Yes. All right. Core special teamer and starter in a secondary that currently doesn't have any starting safeties. I'd just like to speak to my fan base right now. If I could just get the solo solo cam here. If I can just get a solo. We're really, yeah. we're really doing that, huh? I vow to you, I will never, ever draft a special teamer. As my competitor has done here, draft a special teamer in the top half of the expansion well, draft. You can guarantee that. You can take that to the bank. He's Hornets not fans. just a special teamer. He's also my starting safety. Hmm. He is one of the best special teamers in the NFL and a starting safety. You went core special teamer. In addition to the starting safety. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know about that. A lot of people loving my team here so far, Sam. Got to keep it up. Got to, got to keep this up here. So, where am I going to go at this position? How much are you making? Other tight end I'm looking at here. Yeah, that's the last year of your deal. Yeah, it's tough to find a balance. I want somebody, I want people that are going to be a part of the rebuild. I want some people that are going to be with me for, for a few years now. There's other offensive linemen available that I do like. Where's Mo Alley Cox? Got a couple years of Mo Alley Cox available. Yeah, I thought about Mo Alley Cox. Quite a lot of money attached to him for a guy that's been, you know, kind of disappointing. He'd be tight end too for me, but I liked him as a compliment to Noah Fant. Sure. <clears throat> There's just so many other tight ends that we can grab here. A lot of tight ends available. Yeah, it's really it's a tight end dream. If you need tight ends, this is the draft for you. Having said that, you're going to be paying for them, mostly. Do I go left tackle? Are there any left tackles available? Really, you want to confine yourself to the list of players simply labeled tackle. You know, the ones that are not left or right, they're just simply, <laughs> simply available tackles that you probably don't want on the field. All right, so that's, so that's what I'm considering here. Let me go with a, a younger – no, because I don't want to go O-line complete. I just, you saw me highlighting in the, in the chat. Do I get Dalvin Cook to take some pre- – what if I have Dalvin Cook and Anthony Richardson uh-huh. in the backfield? Now we're talking, huh? Now we're talking? Now you're running that Colts plan. Oh, 
Now, I, so here's where I'm struggling for our listeners. There's a whole bunch of players that I want to draft, but I can't gauge when Sam might draft them. And I also can't predict anything Sam's going to do. He just drafted a special teamer. And safety. There are fullbacks available. Always. Uh, even though they weren't supposed to be added there. Okay, here's where we're going to... No, this guy's too much money. <laughs> He's too much money. Defensive uh, ends. It's this draft in a nutshell. It is too much money. Here's a guy... Like, like There's a guy I want to draft here that you're never going to take. All right, I'm going... Okay, I should have grabbed this guy a while ago. Desmond King. Desmond King. Desmond King is another Steve favorite, PFF favorite. Desmond King's playing the slot for me with Bryce Hall. He's had a little up, you know, some ups and downs over the last couple of years. He might just be scheme specific, but he's my slot corner. Desmond King. Almost forgot about him. You did, yeah. All right. Who are the players I just never want to take? So. He's become, you know, a bit of a meme and the butt of a joke. Having said that, if you strip away all the ridiculousness, he is fundamentally a good football player that I want on my roster. I am consequently drafting Taysom Hill. Ah. You've gone, you've, you've drafted the meme. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Look, all right. the contract is silly. Having said that, we've kind of reached the end of the silly money. His cap hit next year is only $6.8 million. It's fine. He can play a bit of everything on offense. And and another core special teamer. <laughs> another core special teamer. Look at look at the uh, great job. Yeah, great job. Yeah. Very much the question the mark screen. is what I'm leaning into as a position. Here. Why don't you do a little reset of your roster? Tell the people what you have here. All right. Started off with J.C. Jackson, by far the best player in this draft, even if he was awful last year and is coming off an injury. Uh, went back to the injured star well with David Bakhtiari in the second round. That's two players costing me something in the region of $40 million in cap hit next year. Then Mekhi Becton giving me bookend tackles. Christian Benford, a second-year cornerback who outperformed the first-rounder uh, a season ago. Rashad Weaver for the defensive line. Deron Bland gives me three quality cornerbacks. Uh, Tyra Taylor to be my backup mentor quarterback. Michael Walker, uh, linebacker, and then a couple of core special teamers and starters because I don't have anything else. George, Od- George Odom, safety, and Taysom Hill, position question. Well done. Question, big, just a big question mark there. You never know. All right, I'm going to go... I'm going to go upside offensive line play here with Larry Borum coming in. 24 years old, 64 grade last year. On the way up here, Sam. Another, we're, we're, we're going to go with the, the offensive line breakout potential here. Where's, uh, where's my team? Let me, let me type this in. Larry Borum of the Chicago Bears. And I'll do a little reset of my roster as well. Um, I guess he's going to compete at left tackle. Um, but if he's a, even if he's a swing tackle and a, a future starter, I'm okay with that. So, yeah, I, I started really focusing on the offensive line. Rob Havenstein and Kevin Zeitler, a couple guys in their 30s, though, but they're going to they're gonna set a foundation for our O-line. They were my first two picks. Then I went upside play with Isaiah Simmons at linebacker, Noah Fant at tight end, and Darnell Savage at safety. Three former first-rounders that we're going to rejuvenate on Team Steve over here. Hmm. And then Brady Christensen, our year three breakout guard. He's going to start at left guard. i got three-fifths on my starting offensive line there, maybe four-fifths now with Borum potentially playing left tackle. We've got uh, Bryce Hall, one of my favorites, former Jets cornerback there. Back-to-back receivers with Russell Gage and Corey Davis. So we got a couple weapons for our rookie quarterback, Desmond King, to play the slot. And then, as I mentioned previously, Larry Borum is pick 11 here in the expansion draft. Remember the rules. We could pick either 30 players 
or 38% of the salary cap, which is $84 million. Quick update on that. I'm catching up to you because you had so many uh, veteran minimum selections there, Sam. Mm. You are 76% of the way to the salary cap floor. Sweet. I'm 65% of the way there. But uh, you've picked 10 players. I've picked 11. Yeah, and I'm going to get a lot closer in the next pick. What you uh, doing? I am bringing in DJ Jones, the defensive line. Oh, that's a good pick. That is that is a good pick. Should have considered DJ Jones. I am now 91.2% to the cap floor. Oh, so you're almost there. You might be able to. After 11 players. Are you going to back out at some point? Back are gonna, out? Are you going to just stop picking players and I'll just pick who I want? I mean, we'll see. It's certainly possible. I don't think I'm going to run out of like veteran of minimum money players that I quite like and want on my roster simply from prior draft takes. So I think we'll definitely reach a point where I'm just going to stop spending money on players. But I don't think I'll I'll stop drafting. I think I'll always just add the guys that have you know an average salary of seven hundred thousand. All right, I'm going to try. Let's see here. I'm going to look at my surplus value chart and players that do bring good value to their respective teams. Uh, we got some veterans here. All right, here's... Ugh, I don't want to do it. I don't do feel it. great about it. Do it. No, I mean, there's a, there's a couple young cornerbacks who could be good, and I think you just... You take swings at corner, right? Always. Isn't that what you're supposed to do? Mm-hmm. That's what I did right at the top. You did. Uh, Kindle Vildor, also of the Bears. I'm taking a lot of Bears here. Yeah. He's got one year left, 59 grade last year. He's 25 years old. We're, gonna, we're just going to start volume here at that position. So he's my third corner. He was a productive college player. He's been okay at the NFL level. Round 12 of the expansion draft. I feel good about that. Round 12 of the expansion yeah. draft. Going with Vildor. Yeah, okay. So mm. I got my three corners. Vildor and um, Desmond King. And Bryce Hall might be attacking that position in the draft a little bit more as well. Right. So now I'm trying to balance. I'm trying to balance the veterans and the youth. Trying to balance the uh, the young players. Trying I need to here. balance it. All right, I'm yeah. gonna try and add some receiver help. It's about time the two you want starting are gone. I'm not tapping in the guys that only I want that nobody else wants yet. The only other guy there that you think deserves any kind of playing time is Josh Reynolds. million cap hit. I'm going to take it. I'm going to make it happen. Yeah, I consider Josh Reynolds because, you know, we want – you want an environment for Bryce Young. Who's Bryce Young throwing to? Yeah. Well, at the moment, it's Josh Reynolds and uh, and Taysom Hill sometimes. And Taysom Hill. Yeah. It's going to be tough because Taysom Hill's also blocking. Right. For Bryce Young. And probably running the ball. And also running the – And playing special teams. Maybe you should draft Anthony Richardson. So you got to think about the structure of your team. Yeah. Uh, so I'm just I'm I'm calling Schefter right now. Okay, mm-hmm. we're in the middle of the expansion draft. I'm calling Adam and I'm saying, I'm hearing the London Monarchs are considering Anthony Richardson at number one overall in the NFL draft. They're intrigued by the possibility of Richardson and Taysom Hill being in the same backfield. Mm-hmm. So I'm just putting that out there. And Adam Schefter has reported that to be the case. So that's out there. I'm just throwing that out there. Uh, might influence you, sure, to to go that way to go with Anthony Richardson once we get to the draft. All right, who's my next? Uh, who's the next youngster? We're adding to the to the squad here. 
I'm not doing a good job of crossing people off. There's so many lists. There's, right. Yeah. It's a lot of a lot of <coughs> players. No, you haven't fact been useless at that. Yeah, I have been. Hmm. Well, I'm in my spreadsheet here. Great. Warren Burks is still on the board here. <laughs> one of my favorites. <laughs> one of my favorite players. Also, yeah. if I highlight, Tyron Smith is going to go undrafted in the expansion draft, isn't he? Probably, yeah. He's going right back to Dallas. I'm going to go... Uh, I don't want to do this. My whole defense is going to be all former. For, that's my new goal. I'm going Javon Kinlaw. My wow. defense is going to be all former first-round picks. That's what we're doing. Javon Kinlaw. We'll get him back on track. Another one. I was graded in the 40s. High pad level. Gets crushed in the run game. But former first-rounder Javon Kinlaw will join fellow former first-rounders Isaiah Simmons and Darnell Savage on the defensive side of the ball. And we're going we're gonna to get those guys back on track here. Okay. Now i gotta update my, got to update my depth chart. Yeah. So we got Kinlaw. I've got no edge defenders. It's not good. <laughs> But well, the good news is Chandler Jones is just sitting but we there. Know his, we're dra- but we know I could take Will Anderson at two. Yeah. We know that. You could. I could run I could roll with um Ian Book and Will Anderson as the <laughs> options here. But it's a deep edge class. We know it's a deep yeah. edge class it, here. It's very deep. And I'm gonna, you know, I could I could go that way in the draft. You could. Or you could, you know, bring Chandler Jones in and his $17 million average salary, or Emmanuel Agua and his $16 million Veteran average leaders. salary. Veteran leaders. Yeah. There. We they're could just, go that. They're all over the place. They really I mean, are. it's not my money. What do we want to do with the money? Do we want to have it rolling over to next year? Do we want to have a, a lot of cap space here in year one where we're probably not going to compete? Or are we going to compete? I, would, I can't say that out loud. We're, going to, we're always trying to win. Mm-hmm. I don't want to lose a draft pick. We're not tanking. No. We are not tanking for Caleb Williams. See, that's the other strategy here. You could take all the worst players and right, try to just, tank for Caleb Williams. Player. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we, we haven't thought of that. It's to too be fair, late now. I don't know if there's going to be a massive difference between trying to draft well and drafting just the worst players possible in terms of your chances of getting Caleb Williams. Very true. Very like, true. I feel like next year it's you and me competing for the number one overall pick, not anybody else. You know, we are jumping Houston and Arizona. Well, Houston or Arizona, I guess, um, for that spot. All right, let's roll. Uh, all right, and going back to the offensive line, bringing in Josh Sills. Josh Sills. Yes. Oh, we're now in Sam liked this guy seven years ago territory. Uh-huh. That yep. is a great part of the draft here. Josh Sills. And his $750,000 cap hit. Okay, so I'm, I'm going to go with all the players that I like here, I guess, <laughs> if that's what we're doing. Give me... He's also coming out of Philadelphia, by the way. He's been exposed to good coaching. He's been exposed to good coaching. What a... What a reason. Great reasoning there. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going Nick Neiman, the linebacker. Wow. 25 years old. When you talk about finding productive, uh, potentially productive, undervalued assets here, undervalued players in the middle of the expansion draft, we're going Nick Neiman. What a great phrase. He's potentially productive. Potentially productive. <laughs> Aren't we all? Everybody that I've drafted is potentially productive. Aren't we all potentially productive? Yeah. Yes. Yes, okay. we are. No running backs off the board yet. No. That's no a, running backs seen that off going. the board. Uh, you know, right. just imagine Dalvin Cook and Anthony Richardson and Taysom Hill. I am going to, as a Think byproduct of this strategy, have the best special teams in the NFL. Uh, I'm bringing in Kevontae Turpin 
to play wide receiver and more importantly return punts and kicks your reasoning is terrible I mean, it's not he's got a seven hundred and fifty thousand dollar cap hit as well and i give i get a, an elite return man so you need to go um nick Ballore is on the list he's an elite what now he's on the list he's a special teamer is he good i don't know he plays <laughs> plays special teams yeah but i don't think he's i mean i don't want to cast aspersions against nick Ballore, but i don't believe he's he's great at it all right, I'm going to go. All right, my quest for former first rounders continues. Yeah. Derek Barnett. Wow. Come Derek on Barnett. down. Damn, he should have oh, been no. better than he's Hold been. On. Derek Barnett. I mean, I'm the guy. I'm the guy. Forget the other coaches, forget the Eagles. I'm the guy to get the most out of Derek Barnett here. You. Yeah. Hmm. And Javon Kinlaw. And, and Isaiah Simmons. And Darnell Savage. That is a lot of first four round former talent. first round picks. I'm going to win. In, uh, I'm going to win the public opinion poll here, Sam, because you're drafting special teamers and I'm drafting former first-rounders. Yeah, you're so going to be that are going to like my team so much better. Who was it a few years ago? Was it the Saints that had, like, six former first-rounders on their defensive line? It's like, yeah, but, th- I mean, that's not a good thing necessarily. Like, it's not because they've drafted in the first round six times and they're all great. It's because several of those players had already crapped out and were on their second or third team by now. That's, that's what you're assembling. That is what I'm assembling. Yeah. That's what I have. Now, you don't really have to fill out the depth chart, right? But you we don't end have up to trying to find out. depth yeah. at all positions, you know? Right. Trying to find depth everywhere. It's here. called a depth chart for a reason, you know? Neiman. Just making sure I got. So there's my team right now. Last few picks Javon Kinlaw, Nick Neiman, and Derek Barnett. Uh, my last four picks are on the defensive side of the ball because mm-hmm. I do have four offensive linemen, two receivers, and a tight end already. So we've got some weapons for my future quarterback. Could be Bryce Young. I mean, no, it could be Bryce Young. You know why? Because not, yeah. the rumors are strong. Anthony Richardson is in play at number one overall once we get to the NFL draft. Yeah, a lot of rumors. By you. A lot of rumors. I've heard it. Schefter has reported it that you might go Anthony Richardson. I mean, who knows? So that's what, let's, just, let's just paint this picture, Sam. You draft Dalvin Cook here in the expansion draft. <laughs> a backfield with Anthony Richardson, Dalvin Cook, and Taysom Hill. And you might need to do that because the only receivers on your roster are Josh Reynolds and Kevontae Turpin. And Turpin's your jet sweep guy. And Taysom Hill. Don't, don't you forget oh, that. Oh, sorry. But Turpin's your jet sweep guy? I'm just I'm, – I'm sorry I'm doing your job for you, but you're creating some, some good offense here, potentially. Yeah. You know, things are fine. I'm not, I'm not at all concerned. Uh, hmm. Corey Davis is on my team. Just saying. I'm excited. Well, Hall of Famer. Potentially the only Hall of Famer in this uh, – in this draft it's always good to have a hall of famer How many, so he's a former first rounder as well as noah fant wow i am i am the nfl yeah i am absolutely the nfl it feels I like all just, of the best players left in this draft that are not attached to huge contracts are cornerbacks should i just draft eight corners yes that's a strategy yeah all right hmm but which one i'm gonna bring in michael ojimudia Oh, there you go. That's a good Who one. Who is, let's face it, reasonably disappointing if you need him starting. But if you don't need him starting, is not a terrible player. So if he's in my cornerback, you know, 3-4, that's fine. Brandon Bolden is on there for special teamers. Yeah. If you're looking to really up your special teams game. No, that's good reasoning. Uh, Ojemudia. Um, I'm going to do something similar. I'm going to go the young cornerback route. With uh, Jerry Jacobs. Yeah, I thought about him as well. Yeah, I'm going Jerry Jacobs with the Lions. 
started slow in his career. He's getting better. He's crept back toward average. He has, in fact, gotten worse. I thought he got better. No. He oh, he went. started out good. Yes. That's what it is. His whole career has actually started slow <laughs> overall. But he's young. We're taking young <laughs> yeah. corners, and yeah, who knows? You We're take an undrafted shot. free agent who's getting worse, and you yeah. add him to your team, and everything goes good. Yeah. Cornerback. Why Jacobs. wouldn't that work? Well, it's, it's the 15th. It's the 16th pick in the expansion draft here, Sam. Right. So that's what's happening. So that means it's probably time, right? The 16th, when you, when you phrase it like that. I mean, here it you, comes. How can you let Denzel Mims get here past it comes. in the 16th round? It is time. I'm buying in. Look, Denzel Mims torched everybody at the senior ball all week. The man has skills. He's got size. He's got the ability. It's the Jets that have held him back. I'm not the Jets. Therefore, Denzel Mims is going to be great. Appreciate you using the same reasoning I keep. Using. I rest my case. Yeah, that is the uh, that's the correct play there. You have this sorted by position, yeah. Yeah. So here's an interesting name that I kind of like. Okay. It's another. Oh, oh, this guy's exposed. Joshua Williams from the Chiefs had a good year last year. The Chiefs really didn't didn't bring him back. They're too loaded. Hmm. So this would go against my nature because the model hated Joshua Williams. <laughs> The model hated him. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go away from the model. Okay. And seventh rounder Joshua Williams last year had an excellent rookie season for the Chiefs, and I'm bringing him in. Joshua Williams, back to back corners here for me. Um, now I'm, you know, as as GM Steve, you know, I like to attack cornerback with volume. So that's my uh, my fifth corner on the squad here. We'll find receivers elsewhere. But yeah, cornerback volume. Joshua Williams from the Kansas City Chiefs, Super Bowl starter, man. Super Bowl. You don't starter. you don't always find Super Bowl starters, Super Bowl champion starters, in the seventeenth round. Um, an update: You are officially one hundred one percent to the salary cap floor. You're above it. Okay. So you could quit drafting. I can right just now stop drafting and right give now. me the rest of the player pool. I could. On the other hand, I could add a bunch of players that don't cost me much. With money. your sixteen player, I'm eighty percent of the way there with my seventeen what I'm players. Be doing. So they just don't want you to get a whole bunch of guys making under a million dollars. That's the, that's the reasoning there. Right, and yet that's going to be my strategy from this point on. Well, at least you're paying somebody. Yeah, injured players. That's, <laughs> that's really been my approach. Paying a lot of injured people big money, and then everyone else getting paid nothing. All right, where are you going? Uh, 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 hmm. Oh, I forgot about this player. Yep, we're bringing him in. You know, if you don't pick him right now. I'm going to bring in Jalen Armour Davis. Oh, you're going with the cornerback strategy as well. Now, grades last season, reasonably catastrophic. <laughs> <laughs> but reasonably catastrophic. Starting experience on an elite team. You know, he's been around some really high-end players. You don't always get and that. And that must rub off somehow. You don't always get that. All right, I'm going linebacker Derek Barnes. I think I have all Lions lions and Bears. Uh, Derek Barnes is coming in. He's got some pass rushing potential. He's still young. He's only 23. I can't believe Derek Barnes is still available here. Pass rushing linebacker. I love a good pass rushing linebacker like Derek Barnes. Mm. And uh, what was his grade last year? 62.3 on 346 snaps. You don't always find a guy graded in the 60s at the, in the 18th round of the expansion draft. Yeah, no, you don't. Good surplus value number last year. Good number. So give me Derek Barnes at linebacker. So, All right. 
Um, I also have cornerback Jay Williams. Just trying to see where the holes are on my roster here. I still need a left tackle. It is interesting. I'm I'm weak at some premium positions here. Edge, tackle. Gonna gonna have to reset the draft board. Gonna have to do some work. Yeah. <clears throat> Between the draft and uh, free agency. We do have free agency stuff. I think we're gonna have some good squads. I kind of like my team here. No, we're not. We're gonna have some terrible. terrible it's gonna squads. be good. It's gonna be. My we, team will be good. Speak for yourself. You're drafting special teamers. Both of these teams will be lucky to win a game next I'm, year. I'm drafting contributor. That's good. Caleb Williams is available. You don't have a quarterback yet, and you think your team is gonna be fine. Wait till that's the cherry on top, Sam. Yeah. When I take Will Anderson number two. Yeah. And Jake uh, Hayner. Nobody. Jake Hayner in the fourth round. Jake Hayner. Yeah. Yep. Well, he's Drew Brees, 2.0. That, well, that's good. I'm either going to take Drew Brees, 2.0, or we're going to tank so hard, Caleb Williams is coming to North Reading. <laughs> it's going to be awesome. Okay. It's going to be awesome. I'm going to consider. We're going we're gonna to go back. I'm going to talk to my staff. We're going to consider Will Anderson at number two overall, unless you do go Anthony Richardson number one overall, as you've been talking about mm. in your draft room. All right. Who's your next pick here? Pick 19. Zach Bond. Ah, Zach Bond. One of those you. hybrid edge linebacker type players. Get that versatility. Get that versatility. Um, this is an upside play. Yep. Yeah, yeah. We're going to do it. We're going to take wide receiver Simi Fajoko hmm. from the Dallas Cowboys. Remember at the time... He's got this workout that looked like A.J. Brown or whatever. You know, I forget who people were comparing him to. Big, fast, good workout. You know. He was compared to a really good player once. He was compared to somebody that was big and fast. And it hasn't worked out yet. But it'll work out for us. Because oh, we got Simi Fajoko over here on our squad. So This is bad. This is a lot. He's my wide receiver three right now, apparently. Mm. I'm, I'm going to put him in the backups already, though. He's just a developmental player. <laughs> with the backups. Yeah, he's with the backups. He's my third wide receiver, but we're not put, we're not slotting him in as a starter. I'm going to be honest, Simi, you're just you're you're just filling out the roster at this spot. Yes. I wouldn't get too comfortable with that locker. You are you are uh, on the bubble. Everybody's on the bubble. Right yeah. Now. Pretty much. They, somebody finally liked your pick. Oh yeah. Which your one's pick? Zach Bond. Zach Bond. Zach Bond's a good pick. Sweet. That's a good pick. DJ Dallas is out there. If you want he a is. running back. Trey Norwood. James Prochet. Hmm. I'm reading from the bottom of the list of uh, wins above replacement players here. Okay. Noah Igbenogany. Oh. Former first rounder. Don't take Fits him. I, I have more former first rounders. Fits your strategy perfectly. This will be great. Yeah. Alberto is out there. Alberto is out there. Devin Asiasi. Hmm. And Brandon Bolden. Brandon Scherf. So the biggest names Brandon Scherf, Tyron Smith, Jordan Hicks, Dawson Knox. C.J. Mosley, Zach Ertz, and Hunter Henry, and Tyler Higby, Joe Mixon. All those players still available here. What is so we we had the Florida hit right of salary cap space? Yes. How much? What's the salary cap? The total cap? Two oh eight or something? I think. Okay. I'm trying to work out at what point it becomes problematic spending. <laughs> <laughs> right. At some point, you just want to hit the floor. But you don't have to hit the floor. You just need 30 players. The majority of my salary cap and a bunch of garbage players that I don't want on the roster. That would feel like an issue. We do need to make this like a multi-year exercise. We do need to keep this going well, the, forever. The, 
the this all is 22 a guys, dynasty league. The all 22 guys have offered to essentially create our rosters for us and yeah. track them over the season and see how they do. Um, and essentially create our own little mini league between me and you and just track it. And then we can yeah go from there. I'm going to bring in Romeo Aquara on the defensive line. Don't love how he has lived up to the contract he's gotten so far. Having That's... said that, at this point, his salary cap hit is only $5.6 million. He's 27 years old. I don't have anybody in front of him keeping him off the field. So... You know, that's not – I think I can get solid contribute contributions so, from him. He was the guy that I said, I want this guy, and then, oh, he's that much money. That's what I said yeah. when I said that out loud So it's like his average, his average salary is 12.3, but his cap hit is much more modest. Yeah. No, that's a good pick. I was, I was definitely considering him at some point. All right, I'm going um, – am I really going to get another former first-rounder? Mm-hmm. Do it. Noah Igbenogany, of course. Come on down, another former first rounder. Uh, into the you know we're go- we're gonna get. Now you we have just, to run man coverage as well. I have to. I do have to run man coverage, um, but I also have Desmond King who can't. So we're we're in, <laughs> we're either go- if we run man, it's Igbenogany in the slot. If we run zone, it's Desmond King in well, the slot. Well, now you're the Patriots. You just want one of yeah. each. It'll now be I can run week. everything. It'll be week to week. Right. We will scheme it up. So give me Igbenogany and uh, another former. First round pick in like my sixth corner here because that is how you build a squad mm. with six corners. At some point, we do need to um, think about training camp um, and depth. Uh, we do, and so we're gonna have to fill out the roster with like UDFAs. Can't wait to get to free agency now. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm excited to round this thing out with some more valuable players. How are we doing for time? I might this go is Derek. Usually the kind of thing that takes us a week. And we're a half. an hour and fifteen minutes in. Okay, which includes the um, time with Andrew explaining the rules. We're good. All right. We're doing well here. That's right. All right. I've got some I've got some decisions to make here. You're up though. Yeah, no, I, I was sort of considering a player that I quite liked coming out of the draft and then looked at his grading in the three years he's been in the NFL and quickly talked myself out of that. It's been <laughs> uh, that. <laughs> it's been pretty terrible. <laughs> That's Dante Jackson, isn't it? No, it's not. Oh. No. I didn't really love him as a corner, but oh, okay. also it's been pretty bad in the NFL, so don't love that. Plus he costs quite a lot of money as well. Uh yeah, don't love that one. Hmm. I There's a player that I want to pick who, so generally, we avoid falling into the narratives and the, the hype and the offseason bullshit. Yeah. There's a player that I'm, I'm going to draft based off the bullshit, just in case. Really? Yeah. But I don't want to do it yet, because I think I can wait a little bit. Oh, I can't wait to, see, I can't wait to hear that. Um, and the lower, I, the lower I select him, the more justifiable it is that, look... I'm just buying into the off-season bullshit, and maybe it'll come good. Uh, but it, but as I say, I don't want to don't want to pull that trigger just yet. Okay. Uh, so I'm still looking for low-cost bargains, and there's not a lot of them. It really isn't. I think I'm going to go back to back underachieving model players. I think is going to be my next my next play here. Yeah. Yeah. Once I, you once you pick, of course. Yeah. Oh, of course. Um, I'm going to buy into what I hope are some NFL bloodlines as opposed to just the unfortunate connection of a name. But Jordan Roos, for the offensive line depth, really has to be related to uh, Michael Roos, right? You're just burning picks now. Has to be. Has to be related to him. And if he's related to him, then there's at least some genetic connection to being a good NFL player. And he's got some playing time experience on the worst offensive line in the NFL. 
We have we have gone to the point though where it, it's kind of like the middle of the NFL draft where it's like I kind of like these players. Yeah, I, I kind of like these players. I mean, look, in the middle got, of the draft, right? He's got you know a good athletic profile. He's got reasonably prototypical size, a little bit undersized. Um, he's got some starting experience on a terrible offensive line, and at least has the same name as a formerly very good player. Yeah, so you know that's you know that'll work. All right, I'm gonna go. Is this another bear? I Is he was a... Jordan Roos related to Michael Roos in Google? What does it say? Oh, this is terrible. All right, ben, I'm going. Ben says he's not related to Michael Roos, and Google certainly doesn't seem to draw any immediate connection. No, I've already done it. The, the card has been turned in on that basis. Last year's sixth rounder for the Chicago Bears, center slash guard, Doug Kramer. Okay. We're bringing in Doug Kramer. Uh, the model liked him. He didn't get to, didn't play any football in the NFL last year. Big deep sleeper for me. Potential starter, Doug Kramer. You're gonna come out of this and be like, wow, how did how did you find Doug Kramer, Steve? How did you how did you find how did you pull that starter in round 21 of the expansion <laughs> draft? And I'll tell you what, we're slotting him in right away at center before until I draft John Michael Schmitz, of course, of course, in the draft. Yeah. But Doug Kramer, if you can get a model player. Number 21 Any, in the expansion draft. Anytime you can bring in a model player. The problem with all 22 doing this is like Doug Kramer is my starter and he's never going to see the field in real life. That so is an we, issue. Yeah. Yeah. How do we do that? I don't know. We could put it into the PFF sim, perhaps. Maybe. We could put these players into the sim. Is that ready? Uh, I believe so. Did you, have you already drafted Derek Barnes? Is he on your list? Yeah, I got Derek Barnes. Okay. Got, got Derek Barnes. Off. I'm not crossing anybody off. No, I know. That's what I'm saying. Every now and again, I'll come across a player that has not been crossed. Yeah. Good to, luck. I have to nix it. Mm. This is a player. Here's a guy. Have I really reached the point where I'm thinking about running backs? Yeah, get Dalvin. I'm not getting Dalvin. It's $14 million cap hit. I'm running this thing responsibly, and spending a $14 million cap hit on Dalvin Cook is not responsible GM slash ownership. No, it's not. So I'm not doing it. Uh, Even with the running backs, this is not a tremendous group. All right. Where are you going? Where's my highlighter? Brandon Boland's 33 years old. Yeah, but really... special team ace. Wow. Special team I mean, ace. He is, yeah, still 33. Your special teams could be unbelievable. <laughs> We're working on having the best special teams in the NFL year one. Just think about That's it. It's going to be our expansion calling card. I'm All right, this might you. be where I'm drafting off the bullshit. Just because I can't find anybody Do else it. that I want to draft. All right, for two years in a row, he's been talked up as being incredible. And we haven't even reached the offseason yet. So I am bringing in Justin Ross on the off chance he is, in fact, wow. amazing. Wow. That is great. Look, why would Patrick Mahomes lie to me? Why would he? So I was trying to think of the name, uh, who, the guy that worked out with Peyton Manning. Remember in 2015, Peyton was hurt? Yeah. It was like Jordan something. Sunshine hair out of rice. And Pey- So Peyton Manning gets hurt in 2015. Yeah, Brock yeah. Osweiler takes over. While he was fixing his neck. Yeah. And Peyton's just throwing with the dude that they drafted from Rice that year. And he's like, this guy's great. This guy's awesome. was that? Never did anything in the NFL. No, he was, in fact, terrible. How could Peyton Manning be wrong? Well, to be fair, at the time, Peyton Manning couldn't actually throw. Remember there was video of him, like, (laughs) like short hopping, just like a 10-yard pass to this guy? Yes, I remember. You know, day one of uh, working out, just literally couldn't actually get the ball to him. You just drafted Jordan Ruse and Justin Ross. Back-to-back plays. I did, yes. All right, I'm going to go 
Alex Wright. Damn, I was I wanted Das Wonderkind. I want to write that reference. But Alex Wright, the uh, he was a rookie last year for the for the Browns. He played poorly. Hmm. But the model liked him. We're leaning back into the model. He's a third rounder out of UAB. Uh, probably maybe not a starter right away, but he's going to be a part of my rotation with Derek Barnett over here. So Alex Wright has been added to the North Reading Hornets here. That's a good pick. I like that. Thank you. I, I wanted Wright at some point. So that's back-to-back. Those are model guys. We'll see what they end up doing. Wright was a model guy. I didn't know that. He was, yeah. With no adjustment for competition, he graded extremely well there. With no adjustment There's for competition. There's a couple, you know, there are some offensive linemen I still wanted to circle back to. Yeah? There are. There aren't really ones that I, I want. I just don't know if I'm going to do it. I don't know. All right, you're up. We've got, what, eight rounds left here? Oh, that was that was round that was round twenty two there. But now I'm at the point where I want to get some players. There's some players I want. Yeah, because I've very much reached the point where I don't want anybody else on this list yet on my roster. I just don't. I just don't want them. Hmm. All right. Where's the sorted by position? Ryan Jensen's available. I didn't even see him. Yeah. Because the grades at twenty eight because he didn't play last year very often. Right. Could have had Ryan Jensen. He's also got a pretty high, large salary cap. Oh, hit. tons of money. Yeah. The big money players, Ryan Jensen, Emmanuel Ogba, Chandler Jones. I don't think I don't I don't think we're going to pick up their contracts. I'm right, gonna lie. I'm bringing in Jabril Cox at linebacker. There you go. That's a good play. I like that. I think that's a good move. Also special team. Also special teams. I mean, look, I am going to have some freaking dominant special teams. We are going to win the third phase. The first and second phase, we may get our ass kicked, but the third phase, we're going to win. Third phase. If you keep, if you only win third phase, you will win the Caleb Williams sweepstakes. You will get there. All right. Um, a couple draft players that I like. I think I need to. All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna take Malik Willis. Oh. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get <laughs> a quarterback on the roster. Really? I'm taking. Not. I know you probably weren't gonna take him or whatever, but. If you picture having Malik Willis, Dalvin, Taysom Hill, and Anthony Richardson. But I'm going to take Malik Willis, and that's going to – the rumors are going to circulate for me now because I have Malik Willis as my developmental quarterback prospect. You're at least keeping him at quarterback. Is that – I'm keeping him at quarterback. We're one year into – he needs – we knew he needed development time last year. Yeah. We've got Malik Willis. The rumors are going to be swirling that I'm now going Anthony Richardson at two. If you pass on him, the rumors will swirl, swirl because they're, they're, people are going to think that's my offense. Malik Willis backing up Anthony Richardson. There is a possibility that that's what's gonna, that is what's going to happen mm. in the draft, and we might consider it. People but, were uh, – some guy in the chat box, not this uh, – not this show, but a previous show, was trying to dunk on our Malik Willis take. They were like, oh, PFF's number one quarterback that year is about to get released because that's the report at the moment that the Titans might just cut him. Like, If you read basically any analysis of last year's quarterbacks, they will all start with none of these guys are good. Yeah. But if you start with that baseline, you have to take a chance somewhere, and if you're going to take a chance on one of them, it might as well be Malik Willis because he has that athletic upside. He has the incredible arm. And we've seen, you know, recent history of that being a bigger uh, starting point than it used to be. You can do a lot with a quarterback that can run around and throw really well. Now, turns out he's further away than maybe that baseline yeah. needs to be. But still, 
I don't think our take on Malik Willis a year ago was crazy. We weren't the people putting him up at number two overall, for example. We were saying, yeah, maybe you give him at the bottom end of the first round, that 32nd pick or whatever that Detroit had. Yeah, fine. I mean, I, I, I always put quarterbacks high just because it's like I, I, I lean into the idea that you, it's okay if you miss. And that they're probably going to get pushed higher than they should because of the position value, et cetera, yeah. anyway. Like, they don't always, but I, again, I think it's, it's okay if you miss. Yeah. That being said, I saw enough from him year one that I, I'm, I'm out. <laughs> Not me. No, you're still going back to the well. Going right back to him. Mm-hmm. All right. You're up, man. Yeah. Where are you going? Hmm. Jabril Cox is already off the board. We can cross him off. You never cross your guys off here. I didn't. I didn't cross them off. Well, I'm too busy like writing them down in the next thing. That's so what I'm telling you. I'm trying to build it. my depth chart. I'm trying to visualize things, see where I'm at, see what I need. Surprise, this guy's contract's expiring. He's, a, he's just a baby. Hakeem Adenogy is available. Hakeem Adenogy is still available. And he has a lot of starting experience on an elite team. A lot of starting experience. Um, not all of it good. In fact, none of it good. But still, you know, there's a lot to like. Any former first-rounders around here that I can look at see too many Emmanuel Ogba the 32nd excuse me 32nd pick in the draft not technically a not first a first rounder, rounder yeah. yeah second round second round pick mm-hmm. I can't get Fadakasi all that money man you have to get him how no. can you come out of a draft without follow Runzo Fadakasi you can't do it that's, that's this guy's taken disappointing and cross him off disgusting all right I can't take any more I'm corners. going back to the well of players that I quite liked who have not been good in the NFL so far yeah. Um, yeah, I'm going to bring in Neville Gallimore. Ah, uh, yeah. I, lo- I was thinking about him. I loved him coming out. Mm, loved him. him a lot. Not because I thought he was great. He was just like, he Good. just w- did everything really fast. Yeah. Yeah, he got blocked fast. <laughs> got into the backfield fast. Still gets blocked pretty fast. Yeah, everything he did was was quick and with some tenacity. All right. Um, I noticed that like the comments just generally, you know, whether it's the chat box, whether it's Twitter, et cetera, they just feel like they're getting meaner these days. Oh, what'd they say now? Uh, the guy on Twitter says, Steve needs to grab a stylist starting to look like Grandpa Munster right here. Wow. It just feels harsh. How come you only see all the mean stuff to you? I mean, it's not necessarily. Me. I've probably muted the ones that come my way already. Yeah. You've got that dude that heckles you all the time. Right. Over here. Now, it's not necessarily inaccurate. It's just a bit mean. What? No, that is mean. Yeah. Let's go... Oh, man, I kind of liked, yeah, another guy I liked coming out hasn't been great yet. I don't want that. Oh, I got to cross off Neville. We got to, we have to be able to practice. You do, yeah. And so we need, we need to keep drafting players. We need some off, (laughs) we need some offensive line depth. Yeah. I'm also, here's what we're going to do. I'm going to go, oh, which one do I want? Wide receiver. Oh. Which one? Oh. Which one do I want? No, I'm not doing it. Uh, Devin Tompkins. Wide receiver Devin Tompkins. Little guy out of Utah State. <laughs> Flashed in the preseason for the Bucks last year. Little guy out of Utah Devin State. Devin Tompkins. Uh-huh. Yeah, I wasn't really – I don't know. This is just like I'm scrolling. It's an emotional pick. It's an emotional pick. You impulse purchased. Im- I did. That was my first impulse purchase. This is the Snickers at I felt, the checkout. Yeah. I went Devin Tompkins. And you're like, you know what? I could do with a Snickers right now. Yep. And you, you grabbed Devin Tompkins. He's a good player. There's my, okay. He's a returner. He might play special teams. He might yeah. play special teams. Uh-huh. I don't want to have, play special teams, but we might need somebody to do some stuff. Uh-huh. So there you go. 
All right, continuing. I'm in a run now where I'm just drafting players that I liked in, in the draft and have been terrible. We so are far. the NFL. Jalen Darden, love that guy. That's who I was considering. Think he's capable of more. I was going between both of drafting those guys. Drafting him, and yeah. he's going to be better for me than he has been for the Bucks. Yeah. Okay. Look, now. he's only had Tom Brady throwing him the football, and that's just not good enough in today's NFL. Oh, man, I'm looking at these. Who can I get for two more? I got a couple guys for two more years here. That I can. Ian Thomas is available. Yes. Your favorite tight end. My favorite tight end? Yeah. You, a day doesn't go by in your life that you don't trash the Ian Thomas contract. I don't think I've mentioned or even like. You did a couple shows of ago. Ian Thomas more you than did. once in the last six months. You did a couple shows ago. All right. Here's a good, here's a good player available. I think it's tight end nice. Noah Gray of the Kansas City Chiefs. I'm taking Noah Gray. He's 24 years old. 714 snaps last year with a 60 grade. But he's going to be uh, there with uh, Noah Fant. So give me Noah Gray. I got two Noahs at tight end. Hmm. That's some hardcore analysis there. <laughs> two Noahs. Noah Gray. All right, now we're going to get into who are the players, where are my starred players that I need to come back to. I'm, I'm still only 91% of the way to my uh, $84 million yeah. with, uh, You've six, been with five really slots left. bargain shopping. Now we're at the five spots left. I don't want. To, I got to make sure I don't forget anybody. Have you so, drafted a running back yet? No. So Neither of means, us has drafted. When are we getting running backs? They're around. Never. That means Albert O hasn't been drafted. Is that correct? That's correct. Yes. All right. Well, he's my next pick. Look at you. Added some speed at tight end. Jalen Rager is available in this draft. Just for the people listening at home. Jalen Rager, tragically, because he was a first round pick. Even at this point, Jalen Rager's contract is too much to pick up. Yeah. Like, I would, I would absolutely, actually, 24 years old, given what we thought of him pre-draft, even given what we've seen of him on two different teams now, I would still take a, I would still roll the dice on Jalen Rager if it cost me nothing, like if it was veteran minimum. That's fair. But sadly, his cap hit this year is $2.4 million, which for what we've seen from Jalen Rager is just, it's too much. Yeah, it is. It's just too much. Um, I want to look up this player's stats really quick because I, I, I don't know. Where is he? Ugh, I'm in the college. He hasn't even played in the NFL. <laughs> oh, he's a good Oh, sign. that's why. Yeah, we're not going to take him. Okay. 346 pounds. I want to get this model defensive tackle. but you um, just out of here. You're a weightist. Fat shaming him. What? I, just, I love a big 340-pound nose tackle. That's mm-hmm. big. You took George Odom, huh? I did. Did have a 68 grade on 58 snaps last year. George Odom is a good player. That's not bad. He's got good grades... On defense, forget special teams. Still don't have a left tackle. So I'm thin at running back. Mm. Off a left tackle. I'm not going to lie. I'm not concerned about running back. I feel like I can go out there and, and populate the depth chart for free, in free agency and or undrafted free agency and certainly the draft. I'm not, I don't think I'm drafting a running back from this group. Okay, so that's what we need is the O-line depth here. That's where I was looking. Andrew Stuber. Is that who I want? Yeah, Andrew Stuber. Got a couple years left to him. Drafted last year, didn't play anything yet. Andrew Stuber. Be my swing tackle. Competing for swing tackle here. He's in the uh, just the tackle list, is that correct? Yes. Always Andrew. a good sign. Swing tackle, Andrew Stuber. We Gen- need some depth here. <laughs> the generic tackle. What? No, I'm just saying, it's when, you, when you've got just a guy listed as tackle as that's your starting left that's tackle, we- that's... 
it feels that's problematic. That's how we have it listed. Man, what else here on my printout do I need? So who else do I need? I, I, I'm, I'm maybe even running out of players that I even liked. You're running out of players that you like. I have a couple that I like. Even including pre-draft takes. Here's a pre-draft safety like. Yeah. That I, yeah. So I could add him. Found a safety. Dropped a pen. It's all, going, it's all coming up Steve at the moment. My solo shot here. Yeah. yeah four, four picks left. Keep up the energy. Don't lose the listeners. We're, we're losing people. I feel, like, I feel like the list of players available might be losing them. Somebody put Steve's Noah's Ark. As in like I'm building something great here? No, as in just a random collection of... You know we're not going to sink. I'll tell you that. Yeah. Oh, Alex Wright was drafted. Damn it. Naheem Hines is out there. Gus he Edwards is. is out there. There's a lot of running backs out there. None, none backs. of whom I, I want to add to my roster. Gary Brightwell. Nick Ballore. You still haven't added him as a specialty. I haven't. Renner's buddy. Renner's buddy. You know Benjamin's out there. Clyde Edwards-Alaire might be the other first-rounder that I add to my roster at some point. We do need to run a simulation with these teams. Is that up and running? Is that ready? We're in beta. Beta. We're in okay. beta. Aren't we always, though? Aren't we always? You're the... You're the uh, oh, man, this is... This you're is up right now. I know. My, my time is going to expire. I'm running. I think I saw a name. Running down. Did I just see a name? Would you ever pick somebody that you just don't want at all? Like Caleb Von Chason. No. No, I don't think I would. He's available. Certainly not for, like, significant money. Like, you might be able to convince me to spend 700000 on somebody that I don't want. Another first-rounder. you're not going to convince me to pick up a giant contract given the money I've already spent on players that are injured and not going to be good. Ooh, I found a, uh, I found a training camp preseason hype guy. Sweet. That might be good for this time. Time of the draft. All right. I'm bringing in Chance Campbell. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Okay. Why are you doing that? Because I had to pick. My clock was about to expire, and Your I couldn't find players that I wanted. Your clock was about to expire. All right, so I found um, there's a model defensive tackle who didn't see any snaps last year, Kalia Davis, UCF, I believe. Okay. Um, so model defensive tackle. He's a little, little undersized to really be an official model guy. But let's see. Let's add him to the mix here. Kalia Davis. He's with the 49ers. Uh, last year, uh, late rounder, I believe, sixth round pick. Sting so we're bringing him into the mix. I'm sticking with linebacker. I'm bringing in Troy Dye. Ah, I used to like him. Yeah. Okay, Davis. Used to like him, then saw him in the NFL. That's, um, who's the, sa- uh, that was the safety I wanted. Where is he? Where's Ashton? Ashton Davis. I'm going to bring in Ashton Davis. That's safety. Another player that I used to like. Been okay <laughs> in the NFL, you know? <laughs> Players we used to like. Used Safety to like. from the Jets. He's my 28th pick here in the expansion draft. I'm still under the cap minimum. You're at 100. You're at 102 million dollars, Sam. Mm-hmm. You gonna have enough room for your uh, draft picks? You yeah, have 12 easy. draft picks here. Don't forget. Can't uh, wait to see that thing automated. Jay Tufele. Defensive, uh, defensive tackle. tackle. Jay Tufele. Yeah, that's good. Mm-hmm. Uh, more guys that I liked at the time. Do we do that? <laughs> Guys that I used to like. Uh, Clyde Edwards-Alaire only has one year left. If I'm going to get a running back, I probably want to get a couple years of them, right? I've spent a lot of money, but I feel reasonably good about where I've spent the money. Yeah, we've left some big-name players out there. Yeah. Like in terms of the, the – I've got a lot of players earning nothing, 
and the players that are actually earning, the players I have that are earning or that have a cap hit of more than $5 million in 2023 are J.C. Jackson, David Bakhtiari, Mikai Becton, Tyra Taylor, DJ Jones, and Romeo Aquara. I feel pretty good about that group. Yeah, that's good work. Other than the injuries, which are obviously problematic. All right, I'm out of guys that I highlighted. <laughs> I'm out of guys that I starred. Here's what we're going to do. We're bringing in Felipe Franks. Oh. To be a tight end project. You have to have. Tight end You have project. a Simi Fajoko. You have to have an athletic project wide receiver. And you have to have a project tight end at all times. Those are rules. Those are axioms that we must live by. Felipe Franks. He'll also double as my Hail Mary guy. Felipe Franks can throw a Hail Mary from your own 30. I mean, Malik Willis, too. You're well-stocked in the I Hail Mary. I have great Hail Mary guys. I've got uh, Felipe Franks will be my Taysom Hill. You could develop. Tight end. You could draw up your own bespoke Hail Mary uh, play where you have like wide, like split yeah. backs, but split quarterbacks, right? And then the ball is going to go one direction, and either Felipe Franks or Malik Willis is going to hurl a 75-yard bomb into the end zone. That's absolutely correct. Uh-huh. Now you're talking. And uh, that's, that's what we're doing. We're bringing in Felipe Franks. He might be in the quarterback room. He might be in the tight end room. Also, both of them athletic enough to you know, buy some time for that Hail Mary. They could buy they some run time. around back there. And Felipe it. Franks has the single greatest throw I think I've ever seen. <laughs> it was like 70 yards in the air behind the defense to win the game yeah. against Tennessee. It wasn't a Hail Mary. I mean, no, it was, it was great just throw. they were playing like cover two right. with the game on the line. It's like, well, they won't throw the ball this far. Nope. 68 yards in stride. Touchdown. Mm-hmm. Plus two. See you later. Fell off my chair. Felipe Franks. Get him on the squad. Yeah. Now he's you know Arkansas legend, of course, after he transferred, course. transferred from Florida. You got two picks left here. Two picks. Are there even two players that I want from this group? Man, I've got terrible D-line depth. <laughs> I have terrible safety depth. I don't have a left tackle. Uh-huh. Uh, Stuber. You get Stuber. These are potential fairly significant problems you're, you're outlining here. Uh, you're not supposed to fill your entire roster with the, in the expansion draft. Good, because you're not going to. You see, team building never ends. Never ends. It, uh, it's, it's a year-round event here. Hmm. This guy's interesting. Uh, 31, no, because he didn't play much. So now I need to find play. Who is available? I have one more pick. Who's my last pick when I get there? Because it's when still you. When you get there. It's still you. All right, at this point, I'm just adding bodies to the offensive line. Would you, did you, was Cade Mays somebody drafted? No. Cade Mays, done. Cade Mays, he's all yours. Cade Mays has been drafted to the London Monarchs. Oh man, a lot of pressure here with one pick left. I can go another former Gator that's available there. <laughs> that's what we've been reduced to. Again, to former former Gator. We have at least stuck to the brand of no offensive linemen being drafted here. Great brand to stick to. It is. Can't see any Logan way that Thomas has been out there. I know people can't see the. I'm just trying to name a bunch of the available players. Lawrence Guy. These guys are Keon Crossan. I mean, there's a lot of big names. Team Hines. They're just contracts you don't want to pick up. Yeah. Chandler are, Jones, Mike Purse, uh, Purcell, Emmanuel Ogba. I mean, these are just looking at defensive linemen. Your guy Folo. Chandler Jones. Yeah. Um, you took Mims. Kenny Moore. Dante Jackson. Akella I'm also sticking to volume at the right places. Let's go. Let's check out the other receivers really quick and available in the draft, and then we'll wrap up this portion. I can't wait to do the NFL draft. When are we going to do that? 
All right, I have my last pick. You do? Yeah. Uh, is there safe? Oh, I did get a safe. I got Ashton Davis, so I'm good. I'm good at safety. Who's the other? Oh, here it is. Here it is. I mentioned training camp slash preseason hype from last year. Los Angeles Rams, Lance McCutcheon. Wide receiver Lance McCutcheon. Caught a contested catch in the preseason last year. People love him. <laughs> yep, uh -huh. Lance McCutcheon. There it is. Pick 30 in the mix. I still haven't spent the $84.52 million. I'm at 84.238. But he drafted 30. My players. owner is thrilled that we stayed under even the floor. It's not even the floor. It's just you could, if you reach that, you could stop drafting. 30 players, all reasonably valued. We're excited. We're, we're excited about where the Hornets are going. All right. I'm drafting Trey Brown, cornerback. Great. Liked him pre-draft. Basically didn't get much of an opportunity uh, in Seattle. I believe he can be a, a solid player for us. Okay. So if you're watching and it's, uh, you know, it's tough. It might be a tough watch sometimes. But I think it's exciting once we get it all together. We bring it all, pull it all together. And you see the squads. So from here, we both have 30 players on our expansion team. Again, shout out to Andrew for putting this work together and automating all of it to make because we could never do this ourselves. No. Um, 30 players apiece on our team. We will follow this up with the NFL draft and free agency. So for free agency, I think we get – do we put a cap on how many players we get or are we unlimited? We can take anybody we I want. Mean, we need to fill the roster total, right? So if we have – we, we just well, need, let's a, do we need a 53 man, not a let's 90. Let's do right? like, let's, yeah. So let's give us some. No, God, no. We're not doing that. We 90. have 12 more draft picks. That gets us to 42. Yes. Plus free agents, plus undrafted free so agents. So let's like, let's, let's do an initial free agent. So split it up, right? Do an initial free agent period where we can throw some big money at some players that yeah. were available. Then do our draft. That gets us 12 picks. And then we do like the, this. May free agency where we just fill the roster out. I think a good rule could be if we do five free agents, right? Plus twelve draft picks, plus five undrafted free agents. Okay, what does that take us? To? That takes us right to the fifty-three. I that think that takes us to fifty-three. Uh, Fifty-two, fifty-three. It's close. Okay, that includes kicker. We still don't have kickers, punters, and long snappers as well. Stupid. I, I, that that is a hole in my otherwise perfect special teams plan. Right, because we have thirty players. You add five in free agency, brings us to thirty-five. Yeah. Plus 12 in the draft brings you to 47. And then six undrafted free agents brings you to 53. Okay. And that's our 53-man roster. So you can, you can have up to five free agents. Well, why don't we – so – We can't trade down in the draft Once we've done the draft, let's have that – let's have undrafted free agency and May free agency to just round the roster at. You now have – Oh, you could have May free agency yeah. as well. Call, okay. Put, put those together and Fair. just say you have – these are the, you know, you have the next five minutes to fill out your roster with the remaining players that are available. All right, let's just, let's wrap this up with this. Tell the people at home some of the highlights on your squad. It's up on the screen right now, but uh, talk through it. Yeah, 30 players drafted, $105 million in cap hit so far. I, I'm not upset by that. Um, JC Jackson, David Bakhtiari were my big swings right off the bat. Elite potential players albeit both coming off injuries to varying degrees and J.C. Jackson coming off playing terribly for the Chargers until he got injured. So risk attached to them. You can throw Mackay back into that bucket as well. Three guys that have a lot of talent but have some fairly significant risk attached to them as well. Then we started to save money. Christian Benford, a sixth-round corner, played well, uh, outperformed the first-round corner they had, um, hit the secondary pretty hard, 
So J.C. Jackson, Christian Benford, Durant Bland uh, kept going throughout the draft. Michael Ujimudia, um, uh, Jalen Armour Davis, who I may have in my brain confused for Cameron Taylor Britt slightly when I drafted him. These, these, are, <laughs> these are issues that can be resolved down the line. Um, Trey Brown at corner. That's going to be a weird meeting with him. <laughs> Thought you were the Nebraska kid. <laughs> Turns out you went to Bama. Look, these are the perils of having a double-barreled name. Um, so, yeah, secondary was a big focus. Uh, offensive line and special teams were a big focus. They were. Yeah. Uh, as Drake mentions in the chat, um, his eyes will be glued to the TV when your punt units are out there. Mm-hmm. So there you mm-hmm. go. You didn't, dra- you didn't take a punter. You're gonna, you're gonna, you well, I have Taysom one. Hill. I'm sure he could punt. Yeah, Taysom Hill can do it all. Um, if we get my squad up there, I want to talk through it more uh, positionally. Um, I, don't, I, I have Malik Willis as a quarterback right now, presumably the backup. I'm picking it two. But maybe Malik Willis opens up the ability for me to draft Will Anderson at two, and we roll with Malik Willis as the starter. And maybe we end up drafting Caleb Williams next year. He gives you the ability to do that, huh? He does. Will, Malik Willis gives us that ability, or mm. Felipe Franks. Um, but we focused on the offensive line with uh, Rob Havenstein and Kevin Zeitler with our first two picks. Um, and then it was model-driven upside plays and, and trusting the data, Sam. Brady Christensen, who's going to break out in year three. Doug Kramer, who hasn't seen an NFL field yet, but I believe he's going to be a good starting center in the NFL. So I like my offensive line. We have decent, a decent group of playmakers for an expansion draft. The great Corey Davis, Russell Gage, and Noah Fant, and also Noah Gray at tight end. We had two Noahs at tight end who can catch the ball, right? So I actually feel decent about my offense, and we got the upside plays at receiver. Simi Fajoko, Devin Tompkins, and Lance McCutcheon. One of those guys will hit. Plus we have a swing tackle in Andrew Stuber. On the defensive side of the ball, building back to front here, Darnell Savage in the same yeah, – it's, listen, it's all former first-rounders. Yeah. We got Darnell Savage. We have Isaiah Simmons. We have Derek Barnett. And we have Noah Igbenogany. And there's someone else in there. Javon Kinlaw. All the former first-rounders uh, because some of, some of them have to get better. <laughs> some of them have to get better. We, we spend the entirety point. of this show – railing against the idiocy and you know caveman thinking and cliched approach to the nfl of all 32 nfl teams. and then we did it too no, no, no don't give me this we stuff and then we get to the draft and you just go out there and go oh who was a former first round pick i'm going to take all those guys uh, uh, so you sit here mine was a much railing against the idiocy of oh why would you draft a punter in the fourth round and this and that and you're over there like round 12 of the expansion draft like oh let me just uh, shore up my uh, my my vice team here He's also my, a let me, starting let me, let me just fill in my L4 kickoff team. He's also – I was using – as an added value. You know when they draft a guy in the third round, like a wide receiver, and you're like, hey, he can also return punts. It's like a value add, right? I'm drafting a wide receiver who also returns punts. Okay. Well, that's good for you. Um, yeah. Bryce Hall. feel really good about him. Not, um, yeah. A cornerback. Mm. Started thinking Bryce Hall. Yeah, no, you you drafted the right one. The right one, Bryce Hall, George quarterback, and Desmond King at corner. We got some PFF guys, we got some model guys. We got a we got a good mix here. George Odom, just on defense, has never had a PFF coverage grade lower than sixty. Look at you. He's a good defender. You, you found a good player. In addition to being one of the best special teamers in the league, you, uh, yeah, you found a good player. At least one person in the chat understood my Alex Wright joke. I appreciate you, Sean McKenzie. Hmm. Much appreciated. And yes, I do have stupid, unnecessary knowledge in my brain from 1988 to 1999 wrestling. 
history. So your team is really the North Reading what now? Let's go to the North Reading Hornets. Okay. Hornets. Hornets, as we would say. We are the expansion team competing with uh, the Patriots up there in New England for fans. <laughs> mm. And I think we'll be able to do that with all those former first-rounders. They're going to bring the people in. I mean, I can't see any reason. Isaiah Simmons jerseys are hot right now. Everybody wants an Isaiah Simmons North Reading Hornets. I'll, I'll wear my jersey. I mean, I can wear my, my high school. I've got gear for my team. You don't have Monarchs gear, do you now? You don't know that. You should get some, maybe for the draft. Yeah, your quarterback is not really selling any tickets at the moment. My what? Your quarterback. Malik Willis? Yeah. Oh, we can, we can create some buzz around Malik Willis. No, you can't. Now, coming out of this, are you going Bryce Young? The rumors are – so Bryce Young right now is minus 300 to go number one overall to the London Monarchs. Mm-hmm. But Anthony Richardson is moving fast because of uh, what Adam Schefter said. And Anthony Richardson at number two is favored now. He's you- favored to go number two because I drafted Malik Willis. Yeah. That's what the betting line – that's what – like Eric Eager just threw down ten grand because he's trying to read into my Malik Willis draft pick. Can you uh, can you trade expansion draft draft picks? Uh, can I trade out at number one? Is it? Well, no, it's a baseball rule that you have to keep your guy for a year before you trade him. There's yeah. no limit in the NFL because they just get thrown into the draft, right? So, like we're we're essentially just we rewinding to the draft as if it was the draft, and I have the number one overall pick. Yes, yeah. that's what we're doing. So, so that's what we're pretending. We're pretending this happened before the draft, and now the 2023 NFL draft, the world is our oyster. The rule there is you can draft any player that was available at the given pick. So theoretically, I can trade out of number one for a giant trade haul. Yeah, I don't think we're going to do that. In this. <laughs> I don't think we can do that. Well, I mean, look. We so can't... you're going to pretend that you have the Bears pick, and you're going to take what the Panthers did instead? Well, I mean, I might not. I'm, it might be too much to, to execute a Panthers-esque trade, though, frankly, with, I would take it. You're rolling with Tyrod. Alternatively, I could, I could offer it to you. Oh, yeah. We can, I mean, we can trade amongst ourselves. That's what I'm saying. Yes. But I would also absolutely listen to a phone call from the Panthers that was offering me DJ Moore and, and a whole bunch of stuff for that number one pick. Not going to lie, I'm a little scared of the Bryce Young memes that are going out there. Like, He's very small. Very can't small. see him behind the offensive line. There was a great, <laughs> there was a great uh, clip that said, just the, the captioning was perfect. It was, you know, a classic video of the, there's three or four clips out there. One where uh, he's behind center, yada, yada, and the offensive line stands up between reps. And the caption simply said, Bryce Young literally disappears and the offensive <laughs> line stands up. And it's, it's 100% true. Those guys just like... We don't their, know if that's doctored. All stand, the other doctored no, 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 videos. No, it wasn't doctored. From their stance, they just stand up and he vanishes from the frame, just completely er- erased from the, the video. Yeah. But it's not, again, like none of this is new. Like we knew that you we can knew see it from Alabama tape. We didn't. This isn't surprising. He uh, is tiny. If we are going to sim this out, I am really thinking about what if. What if I just? I'm thinking like I'm going to get Caleb Williams or Drake May next year. What if I don't want to draft C.J. Stroud? I mean, here's the thing. Looking at or our Anthony teams, Richardson. I'm not sure it's going to make a difference. Yeah, it's probably not. Yeah. You, you might have the option to draft Caleb Williams, whether or not you take a quarterback. Do, do I top. stick to like? Do I stick to my guns and say? You always draft the quarterback because you don't know, right? Or do I say, you, you get the sure thing. This is the same thing NFL teams will debate. You get the sure thing. It's Willie Anderson. I know what he's going to be. I know he's going to be really good, and I'll get the quarterback next year. 
I'm gonna we're gonna we're gonna talk it out. So uh, we appreciate everybody. Do you got anything else? No. Appreciate everybody for tuning in again. Andrew Bull, a listener, put the spreadsheet together, put all the automation together, allowed us to do this. Um, I know it's tough to follow at times, but we'll tweet out the rosters. I'll try to. I think we could try to jig them into like a little depth chart type of deal. Right, we got to get depth chart rolling. Yeah, we'll get the depth charts going, and uh, we'll make this uh, maybe an open Google Doc or something like that as well that we can uh, get going here. So, anyway, we have more listeners now. We have more viewers now than we did during the draft. Everybody's showing up now that we stopped drafting. That doesn't sound like a great endorsement of what we've just done. No, I think that I think what it's a means to an end. The best content wasn't necessarily you and I mulling over pick 21 in the expansion draft. It's the outcome. It's getting to see these teams. It's getting the feedback. It's going. The NFL draft will be exciting when we do that. Our free agent simulation will be exciting. So it'll be great. I know I don't want Vildor starting for me, but, you know. Yeah, you'll teams. find that Bears fans in particular will hate that pick. Yeah, I mean. Hate it. Hate it. I don't think there's a ton of fan favorites on this available. Oh, that's a lot list here it's a lot of them. you think so yeah yeah just Vildor won't be one of them so all those other like Tyron Smith and Chandler Jones and CJ Mosley they're just going back to their teams huh mm-hmm hey guys I'm back can't sucker still me. gotta I'm pay not, me I'm not picking up his contract you're still paying me you want rid of it I don't want it is there anybody I missed <laughs> I think I wanted to get Tyler Higby but no yeah I mean there's some Fine. players there's some players that I would have wanted to pick up if I hadn't already drafted somebody else and committed money to that position. Like, yeah, Higby would certainly have been a player. I wouldn't have been upset if I had had Higby on my team. Uh, Hunter Henry I considered at one point, but his contract is just so yeah. big. Um, For one year, too. Right. Uh, Mo Ali Cox I would have drafted, but again, didn't want necessarily to sink that kind of money, and I'd already done it elsewhere. Uh, I would have Tyron Smith if I hadn't had Bakhtiari. Lyle Collins was in this draft we never mentioned because of – you know, the obvious issues with him, injury and not playing well last year. Yep. Joe Mixon was available. I would never want any part of that. He's in the Dalvin Cook bracket of just too much money for a position I've no interest in investing in. Uh, who else? Demetric Felton was the guy I, I, I was going to circle back to as a guy I used to like that does versatile things. You didn't draft Oren Burks. And then, uh, yeah. CJ Mosley was available. I don't think we ever mentioned him because he has a $21.5 million cap hit this year. I haven't liked Oren Burks, though, really since 2014. Right, since he started playing in the NFL, you haven't liked him. Yeah. Right. Because he hasn't played all that well. I would have, I considered drafting Mark Lewinsky at various points. But I wanted Lewinsky as well. $8.4 million yeah. salary cap hit. Uh, Brandon Scherf, Andrew Norwell were, was available. Uh, Andres Pete was available. Uh, I think that's probably about it of the players that you would consider all right cool well that was fun we appreciate everybody for being a part of that and uh we're going to continue either next show or maybe next monday we'll do the draft but just follow and listen uh somebody asked about where you send those suggestions nfl podcast at pff.com with more show suggestions all right what are we doing this week for shows no idea three down uh, to three this yeah. week I believe. right are you so, away at the end of the week I'm, I'm out on Thursday. I'm driving back to Massachusetts Thursday. Okay. I'll be in the van <laughs> all day Thursday. So I think we'll be Monday, Wednesday, Thursday this week, presumably. Right, yeah. And then we have to record Mondays because it's Memorial Day. Yeah. That might, so Memorial Day might be the draft. We'll probably pre-record that, get the draft out there, and go. Right. Yeah. Anyway, just follow along. We'll be here this week. Mm -hmm. Thanks to everybody for tuning in. See you again for more PFF NFL Podcast. <laughs>